Hello and welcome to Under the Eyes of Ranjack, Judgment Foretold. Welcome to the show, everybody. I am Alex, and here with us today is our good friend Brad. Hello, friend. Hello, citizens. Hello. I'm going to start the show by saying, think twice before you take the people around you for granted. Think about it. Think about that just right now. I know it's heavy. That's a heavy thing to start the podcast with, but we're watching another episode of Mr. T, uh, the animated series for Mr. T Month. Obviously, it's May, so uh, that's what we do. Yeah. We're up to episode six. It's called The Crossword Mystery. And a heavy theme in there is not taking someone for granted that's close to you. Yeah. Don't do it. Don't do it. Think twice. Think about it once and then think about it again. We'll get, we'll get, that'll make more sense later when we get to there. But we got other things to cover on Ram. I just wanted to make sure that everyone, I just had that kind of sober uh, reminder at the get go. Because I also, Brad, if you don't mind us not just skipping a beat, I'm going to give you, I'm going to, I'm going to invite you and our listeners to uh, take a little personality test. Oh, okay. All right. Brad, have you heard of Kukology? Of, of so who It's called Kukology. Kukology? No, I don't. Now, I don't know. That's that Kukology is the study of Kukuru, which I may be mispronouncing, but it's Japanese, and that is uh, that means in Japanese the mind or spirit. Um, and Kukology is a book series by a uh, professor and psychologist in Japan that was released in 1998. It became a national sensation and was translated internationally in uh, 2000, released in the United States. And for a while, it enjoyed popularity. How we didn't hear about it back then, I have no idea. But it's essentially a a series of personality tests. Uh, How you administrate them is that someone is the narrator. That's me. And then someone is the interpreter. That's you and our listeners. Mm. Because really, Brad, this test is set up to where pretty much... Everyone listening can take it along with you. Oh, okay. I saw this on TikTok and thought, wow, okay. Did it hit home? Like, did it, was it so close to my personality? I was like, ooh, I will, I will wait and tell you after you have taken the test. But are you Mm -hmm. ready for this? Are you in a mode right now? Always ready. Always ready. I think you are, but all right. Listeners, listen up. Brad, prepare yourself. You're going to have to use your imagination, okay? And as I ask you these questions, I'm going to ask you to vocalize your answers. And I may probe you a little bit to get a little bit deeper. So don't get, don't get too, uh, nothing is too wild as far as I, uh, just stream of flow consciousness if you need to. Just tell me what you think. Brad, first, imagine you're in a desert. Ugh, okay. I am in the desert. The desert is incredibly large. And sitting in the desert is a cube. Okay. Are you picturing it? Absolutely. How big is the cube? Uh, I don't know. A little bit bigger than a Rubik's Cube. Where is it in relation to you in the desert in your mind right now? Um, it's, it's uh, I don't know, about, I'd say about four feet forward and two feet to the right. Really? Just uh, off to the right, you're in the middle of a gigantic desert. Yeah. And there's a tiny, slightly larger than a Rubik's slightly Cube. Slightly larger, yeah. Mm-hmm. Not too far from you, just is it yeah. is it 
buried in the sand or is it sitting on top of it? Is it floating? Like, how? Where is it in space? It's certainly not floating. It's certainly not floating. Uh, it's it's sitting in the sand, uh, not not covered. Uh, just, I mean, a, a little bit like set in, but okay. you know, casually dropped from the wind from the winds. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's just it's just hanging out. It's a little cube. What's it made out of? Ooh, I don't know. It's oh, it's like a I don't know. It's like shiny. It's kind of like a like one of. It's like one of those fucking um, stupid ass uh, uh, resin things that uh, woodworking uh, uh, um, Instagram people make, where they say it's woodworking, but it's really mostly just fucking uh, um, like um, fucking resin that's been poured yeah. and shaped, and then ugh, fuck that shit. It's like that. Where they like seal the cracks in some sort of like solid. Like oh, I cut a I thing wish and make a table that's like resin with it. I've yeah, when they make a table that's mostly resin with a piece of wood in it. <laughs> I, I I'm familiar with the concept, though I haven't seen it taken to a degree. Oh, I've seen I'm, it done small, where someone takes like uh-huh. a, a piece of wood and then makes like a resin, almost like a little amulet, uh, and they put stuff in it. I've seen where someone has like a, a cross section or a long ways section of like a trunk, and they fill like the hollow in it with the resin to make like a cool table. I, I just sent you a text because I took a screen cap of something I saw on Instagram just because it annoyed me so much. I was like, I gotta save this for oh something. Oh my goodness. Um, yeah. Uh, these, this dude, okay. They they're made some fucking uh, coasters. These are resin coasters. Basically, they had some scrap wood and they basically, it's just a bunch of re- colored resin uh, with a couple of chunks of wood in it. Listen, wow. motherfuckers. Uh, resin, fucking resin pours are the goddamn bane of my existence. Like, hey, hey, woodworking Instagrammers, um, get that fucking resin out of your feeds. I don't want to see it. <laughs> why? Why are I'm they the bane of your existence? Woodworking, not resin working. So the what annoys you is that they're passing it. Hey, I do woodwork, but also I've done some resin work too. It's all. It's that resin. overlap. It's just it's all the content. Listen, Alex, I don't know how many uh, woodworking accounts you're following on Instagram and uh, how much time you spend watching woodworking videos in your free time. Uh, I, I mean, I dabble, but I do not. I am not obsessed with it. I don't follow anyone on Instagram in well, particular. Well, if you were, my friend, you'd be seeing a lot of resin. It's all resin. People used to be Have making you ever poured they used resin? to make they used to make furniture. Uh, they used to, they used to be uh, turning bowls. Now they're just fucking pouring resin. Is that something that's natural for the re- like if I'm making wood, I need to cover it in something. Resin is like a good material to like seal it or do something. Like no, I'm trying to figure out why they dabble in both or why they kind of dip. It's popular. Cuz like all okay, these fucking tables where they take like two chunks of wood and they just pour resin in it. Oh, it looks like there's a waterfall in the wood. No, it doesn't. It looks like fucking resin. It looks like you poured some sort of weird, not plastic, but like a really thick, well, it is plastic, I guess, Uh, but not like hard plastic into your wood. Interesting. So that's that's what it's it's like. Interesting. Okay. Interesting that you would choose that. So there's a bullshit cube, (laughs) slightly larger than in a Rubik's Cube, laying, casually laying on top of the sand, not buried, just there Mm -hmm. uh, in the middle of the desert. Yeah. Brad? resin cube mm-hmm. now by the cube is a ladder oh okay how long or tall is the ladder but what kind of ladder is it what's the ladder in your mind you tell me everything about it um i'm i'm saying it's uh it's like an old-timey ladder it's it's one of those where it's like it's not a ladder you would it's a wooden ladder 
Mm-hmm. It's not a ladder you would buy anymore. You might find a, you might find like an old one, like I don't know, like maybe like somebody's grandfather like has one or something. I don't know, but it's one of those old ones where like the steps seem way too small. Yeah. Like it's like this isn't practical as a ladder. Why isn't it big enough for a foot? This isn't good. Um so it's one of those. Why like the hell wood, were wood ladders ladder. so small? A lot I of things know. like that were really small back then. If you yeah. go to an antique mall, you see anything that's wooden, whether it be a desk, a ladder, something that a person's supposed to like interact with, and you're thinking, were people tiny back then? Was this yeah, for like, like a young like adult? Four, four inches is like is like the the uh, the the depth of of these steps. I'm like, what? Is, this I would not feel safe standing on this. It's one of those. How long is it though? Like, is it just like uh, that ladder specifically? Like, is it six feet, eight feet tall? Yeah, it's about. It's about. Yeah, I'd say about uh, six, seven foot. Okay. Now, I need you to tell me since it's near the cube, where it is exactly, like in space, in relation to the cube. Like, how close are they? Are they overlapping? Um, is the cube in between the rungs of the ladder? Like, you tell me what your no. vision is. It's 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 lying on the ground nearby. Uh, I'd say close. You said it was nearby, so I say it's uh, you know a few inches. It's just it's right there. Okay, so it's just right there, but it's all flat on the ground. It's not yeah. like sticking straight up. Okay, no. ladder laying on the ground. Why would be standing up? That would be ridiculous. Uh, it's your when vision, he, man. It could be it's whatever. No it's no good. Don't like it. Brad, I know you've been distracted by this cube and this ladder. You didn't even notice there's a horse right there in the desert. Oh <laughs> God, I could have left. What does the horse look like? Uh. A black horse. Um, really? Yeah. I don't know. It looks like a regular horse. I don't know a lot about horses. It looks like a horse horse. It looks black like a horse. horse horse. Yeah, just a black horse. Black is it horse. tied up or is it free roaming? A free roaming. Does it have if any? It was, if, it was t- if I was tied up, I I feel like that, that should have been said earlier. Um, no. It's, it's your mind. You can be whatever it wanted to be. For, for, as far as I know, there's a there's a shitty resin cube. There's a ladder and there's a horse. Where am I tying? Where am I tying this horse? I'm in a desert. Um. Is it is the horse like wearing anything? No, this is a nude horse. <laughs> nude horse. No, nude horse. No saddle. No weird dressage like bullshit. Nope. It's just a naked, free horse, black. Ah. Just a horse, horse. Huh. How close is it to you in the cube and the ladder? Your little uh, triad here. Uh, it's it's to the left. Uh, interesting. Uh, I yeah, I'd say a couple a couple of feet. Uh. Well, wow, so it's close to you guys. Yeah, it's nearby. It's nearby. All these things are nearby. That's a... I, okay. I'm in a desert. I mean, come on. Brad, you've been so preoccupied by these things oh, that you didn't even th- notice. Oh, boy. I'm so inobservant. There are flowers, Brad. Oh, those aren't nearby. Those are, those are not. Okay, they're not nearby. No. Where are they? Uh, they're, they're behind me. They're, uh... They're about... I don't know. Uh... I'm not good. I'm not good with distances. Um, I, how, they're a football field away behind. Wow, a hundred yards behind that's you. That's right. That's right. That's how many yards? A hundred yards. Um, what kind? How many? Um, not a lot. Not a lot. There's a few. These are just a weird, some weird desert uh, pink flowers. Pink weird desert. You got to give me a little bit more. I'm sorry. I. I'm I mean, curious listen, now what kind of weird flowers these are. They have like big petals. Are they tiny? Are they large? Yeah, they're tiny, tiny, tiny. Okay. Tiny flowers. Tiny. I don't, I, listen, I don't, I don't know my flowers. I don't know flowers. I don't know horses. I don't know flowers. 
can you barely see them from where you're at, or can yeah. you pretty much still? See? Okay, so you can barely I, you, see. You them. go in, you're like sometimes I see the greenery more. I don't really see the flower, so I just get, oh, there's oh there's the greenery vegetation. there too. So well, it's like so a little mean, oasis up there. Well, not so much. It's just the flower itself. It's the you know the flower is pink. Uh, okay, but uh, it's but small. The, the stem uh, and the the uh, the leaves of said flower. Interesting. There's a, there's a little little little, uh, little yeah a little. Uh, Grouping of them. I don't, I don't know. What, what, a, bushel, a bushel of flowers? What, what is it? I don't maybe, know. Maybe. I don't know. What is a group of flowers? James Lipton, where are you? And they're growing in the desert. That's interesting. Yeah, they're real, weird freak flowers. Is this even a desert? I mean, it's in your mind, man. There are, I mean, the cactus can live in the desert. They have flowers. Uh, Brad. It's cactus, though. It's interesting that they're behind you. Um, and they're further from you than anything else. This horse. Yeah. Brad, right. there's a storm brewing. Oh boy. Good. I'm, I hope I, I'm, I need that rain. I need some water in this desert. It's so hot. Those flowers need it too. Brad, mm-hmm. how far is the storm in relation to you? Oh, um. I don't know distances. I can't. I, well, okay, let me, let me tell you this. It's in the distance. It, it's darkening. Okay, so it's in the distance. I, what I was getting to that is it is it like. You didn't realize it when you turned around to see, oh, oh the flowers are there. Oh, it's fucking about to rain. Or is it going to rain in a little bit? Or is it even going to rain on you? Is the storm moving in a different direction? Or it's you it's coming see towards, it? it's, it's, in, it's in front of me. It's coming towards me. You and the horse. Um, yeah. Okay, so it's coming near you. I turned uh, around to see the flowers and I look back and all of a sudden I see darkness is starting to unfurl. Interesting. Is it... Uh. Can you see like lightning in it from a distance, and yeah, can you hear absolutely. the lightning? It's, it's gonna be it's gonna be a great storm. It's gonna be oh, okay. delightful. Looking forward to it. Interesting. Um, does is the horse worried? Not yet. I, I don't think I don't think he, I don't think he's fully up to speed. He was probably looking at those flowers too. Interesting. Like, well, what's with those fucking flowers? Weird. <laughs> a horse. So it's gonna be like a classic, just like good storm. Yeah. You said it's kind of dark clouds over yeah. there in the distance. Yeah. It's, yeah. Real, it's gonna be a real heavy storm. Real heavy storm. Hardcore. All right, Brad, you have you have painted a beautiful painting in our mind, mm-hmm. and I'm gonna go through and tell you what everything one of those things is supposed to represent according to Kukology. Brad, that cube, mm-hmm. that casual <laughs> resin cube, just a slightly larger than an Arub- a Rubik's cube, just there, mm-hmm. about four feet away from you, represents you. Hmm. I'm bullshit. I suck. The I'm size. Crash. Well, the size of the cube is your ego. Hmm. Uh, Slightly bigger and, than a Rubik's cube. And what it's made of is supposed to reflect your feelings or your personality. Hmm. Now I don't know what that's supposed trash. to mean, friend. Trash. <laughs> it's trash. There's a part of something that you that you truly enjoy on Instagram or just out on YouTube, like watching these videos. That you can't, you chose to make the cube something, at least partially, something you hate, but something also you love, because there's wood in this resin, in the cube, right? Well, I didn't say I didn't say there was any wood in there. I just said it was. Oh, it's just resin. A, I mean, yeah. it's shiny, which is an interesting yeah. thing. No, it's bullshit. Um, I hate it. I hate that cube. I'm gonna read some more here to give it more of an explanation. Is your is your cube smooth or soft? If it's okay. soft or smooth, kind-hearted and passionate, but can sometimes be a pushover as a way you're supposed to interpret oh. that. Oh. Rough. If your cube was rough, you're straightforward and honest. Cube. Some people, what dude. Cube? I'm gonna tell you what I envisioned after all of this because it is it's <laughs> my, similar, my but not. 
<laughs> my cube is 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 made of steel wool. Ugh, weird. Ugh, okay. Why? <laughs> Can you make that? I guess you could push anything into a cube form, but okay. Uh, but if it's rough, you're straightforward and honest, and sometimes uh, too overbearing. Mm. Is your cube bumpy? Can cubes be bumpy? <laughs> That's not a cube. <laughs> that means you're indecisive at times, but also very strong-willed. Yeah, or you just don't understand is. the definition. I'm sorry. Can I? Can you put that in a sentence, please? Cube. If it's wood-grained, you're grounded and down to earth. If it's transparent, you're open and honest. Sometimes too open and emotionally overwhelmed. You are confident, though, and hold your own. If the cube had qualities of being light or dark, uh, it's how heavy you feel about your burdens. Hmm. How you think about the cube is supposedly how you think of yourself. Hmm. I hate it. Hate it. The distance between you and the cube reflects your understanding about yourself. So, Brad, you know yourself pretty well because yeah. it's right there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, if the cube it. is far away, then it means that you don't, uh, you do not feel close to your inner self. Hmm. If it's transparent, people see through you. Um, let's see the ratio of the cube to the desert, and how you think about your is how you think about yourself in the world. So yours is not too far from you, but in the large desert, it is small but casually there, but not not under the sand, just like barely there, just like I'm just here. I'm just here. The bigger the ra- the ratio, the bigger uh, your ego. The small ratio means that you recognize that you are just one part of the world. And there are many things out there besides you, Brad. Interesting. Interesting. How how close do you think that feels? Eh. eh. Kukology's not doing it for you yet? Mm. What does the ladder represent? The ladder represents your goals. Mm-hmm. The length of the ladder shows the scale of your goals, and the shorter the ladder, the more simple the goal. The location to the cube is important. The distance of the ladder uh, with the cube determines the focus and effort that you currently invest in your goals. If it's close, then you're making Razor. all the effort to achieve your goals. Razor sharp. If it's leaning against it, against it, you have a big goal to achieve. But yours is like in the sand, so I get your relationship. Like it just means cu- that tiny cu- you can have, you can yeah. have like a, a ladder like right no. up on top of like a little cube. No, but it's close. So bread. Yeah. You got goals. You're determined. Let's see. If your ladder is like blah blah blah, big goals to see. If your ladder is over the cube, you may feel your goals are too hard to achieve, and you don't know what you need to do that. Who's setting up a ladder in the middle of the desert? If it's under your cube, you are someone who likes to be on top of things. Under? Who's putting it under? That's weird. That's super strange. I'm gonna take a ladder and then fuck over the concept of it by putting it under a cube. Hey, imagine something. Now imagine something else. Hey, did you imagine the second thing underneath the first thing? You're a weirdo. Brad, the the explanation here, um, and I guess some of these tests are tuned because my the one I took originally was a little different as far as the interpretation. Uh, but Brad, the horse is supposed to re- reflect your, the impression you have of your partner, or I guess a partner you would like to have if you're single or if you're dating or whatever. The color of the horse will always reflect the emotions you feel to your relationship. Hmm. <laughs> no, I, I <laughs> black. I hate them. Black. Well, it, the money. In my mind, money. in my mind, I'm not focused so much on the color, but just the way you describe the horse. Nah, it's just a horse. What's a horse yeah. supposed to look like? I don't know horses that way. I just whatever. Just a, your generic yeah. standard horse. Black. Whatever. Yeah. It'll do. <laughs> It'll do. <laughs> um, 
the flowers represent your family and your friends, or I guess what you consider people close to you. The number of flowers determines your connections and how close you are to them. <laughs> Distant, small, not the flower so much as the shrub that the flowers are. It's interesting, interesting. Mm-hmm. A bunch of flowers suggest that you have a close group of friends you rely on. Who's imagining a bunch of flowers in the desert? It's the desert. Look, it's surreal already. When you start putting in horses and stuff, I think your imagination can go pretty nuts. I I I feel like this is is setting up a lot of weird expectations. Hey, start with imagining a desert. Now imagine a lot of non-desert things. Um, The location of the flowers determines how close you are with your social groups, but the color of the flower... Uh, may also describe your current feelings towards your peers. Pink. I like that. I feel that's a good... The storm represents the obstacles in your life. So there's no explanation of the colors? It's just that's how you feel? Like it's you feel very, pink? It's very subjective. You feel pink. What does pink mean to you? I, I mean, pink, pink is a nice, inviting it's a color. color. It's a floral color, so it's not too off the bat. You know, it's friendly. It's a friendly flower. It's a flower color. I appreciate your inclusion of green, because I love the color green. Let's when I envision this... I saw the green, but it was not as big as the flowers. To me, the petals were larger than the actual flowers. You imagined a like flower in which, in which it was mostly petals, and there was no, there was no stems, there was well, no leaves. So, it was just a, a weird monstrosity. I'll get to my, I guess, okay. my imagination in a second, or my scene. Okay. Uh, but essentially, the flowers were large flowers, and from the distance I was at, the color was something that registered more than the stem of the flower. Um, the storm represents the obstacles in your life. If the storm is close to the cube or whatever, and you, um, then someone uh, someone needs to come check on you, I guess, because things may be a little crazy. If the storm is in the distance, uh, then you have overcome many challenges and will continue towards victory. That's a kind of weird interpretation. But seeing the storm pass through suggests that you can handle anything that comes your way. If the storm is out of control, it may suggest that you have, uh, that's how you feel about most of the situations in your life. Brad, that storm is coming towards you, but you're ready for it. You, you're in for the storm. You're like, fuck it. I like storms. Yeah, it's a brand. good storm. I like it. I'm in a desert. I want a storm. Storm's good. I would say that a lot of this... Uh, maybe, and it could be because we know each other, we can just interpret this. I feel like it, it partially does reflect, or how do you feel it reflects who you are, Brad? I mean, I, does again, anything? All of it's how much you read into it. Yeah, this it. is like a fortune cookie. It's uh, it doesn't. Yeah, it's sure, sure. Now, imagine what it means. I, I'm not going to go back over all the explanations, but listeners, if you did it yourself, you know who you are. <laughs> Write in and tell us. For I tell us who you are. Tell us your scene. When I envision this. I was in the middle of the desert. My cube was actually pretty big. <laughs> oh. Um, we'll say it was maybe like a 12 foot by 12 foot cube. Maybe even bigger, like 16 by 16. It was larger than I am, and I could have walked around it. Imagine storage unit? You had a storage unit in the desert? Yeah, imagine a cubed storage unit. Like, it would be enough to be if you could walk in and be one room, and it would be vaulted ceiling. Like, it'd be taller than I am. And I'm 6'3". Six, I'm six um, so it was a big cube. Uh, the ladder was against it and it was a wooden ladder uh but it was kind of like it was a little bit bigger because in my mind it's a safe ladder but of the same kind of ilk as the old-timey ladders that you mentioned (laughs) um i think the horse was gray and like close but like not very close not as close as yours was maybe about 25 yards from me just kind of looking like what's up scared timid 
the flowers were like on the outskirts and the periphery, also behind me, uh, or like to the side and behind. And there were a lot of them. There were tons of flowers. Doesn't sound like a desert at all. Um, and the storm was distant, but it wasn't going to come this way. And it was very dark and like beautiful blues, but there was like beautiful lightning in it. But I could tell it was storming over there. It wasn't going to storm where I was at. I will say in my the interpretation that they fed me on TikTok, they mentioned that the flowers were supposed to represent not your close proximity to like your friends or your peers, but like how many children you wanted to have, which was a weird interpretation that's not here. Oh. Um, guys, it's weird. Kukology. Out in Japan, 1998. Oh. Hmm. Now we've learned something about ourselves. And maybe knowing about ourselves, maybe will help us not take ourselves or others for granted. We will get to Mr. T later boy, in the show. Boy. Yeah. We'll get to it with fair jurisprudence. <laughs> jurisprudence. I mean, if you're going to pick a word to trigger someone, as Brad, then I guess that's the word. <laughs> I'm going to the desert now. Guys, Brad left for just a second. He took a suitcase, but he'll be right back, I guess. The suitcase is empty. <gasps> bum, bum, bum. Mr. T. Always with the knife, just ready. Ready. Gotta be I ready. That, I do love that you opened it and it had a knock. Like, at least we heard it this time. I think on the last show, we didn't hear the... Is this a different knife? No, same knife. Interesting. It's my package opening knife gotta have a dedicated packaging open utensil whether that's a knife or my stab basically knife just knife stab 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 many a boxes have seen <laughs> that face brad just made i imagine that when you're by yourself you still make all those like mm. it's reused like you know, a little come here box <laughs> open up for me all right red emma <laughs> <laughs> Brad, what else, is go- what else is going on with you, man? How's life? Uh, oh, oh boy, oh boy. I mean, just living in these quarantine times. Um, you know, just, uh, just doing it, friend. Just doing it, living that quarantine life. Uh, made some more jambalaya. Nice. I saw all the pictures or the yeah. Instagram stories. Looks really delicious. Well. So good. I yeah. I I feel like I could just make jambalaya every two weeks for the rest of my life now. That just may be how I live. That just may be the way I live now. No big deal. Um, how long do you think it would take you to get tired of jambalaya? Or could you really eat it for, like, months on end? Here's the thing, like, when I make it, like, it lasts, like, four days. So, and that's eating it for, like, lunch and dinner. So that's eight meals. I I know there's some people who can't do that, or at least are like, no, I I can't do, I can't eat the same thing the next day, let alone days on end. I am like you in the fact that it, I could eat something two meals yeah. a day and be fine. Yeah. Like, I, I gave Dan, like, a, a big container of it. And, like, I've still, I'm still, I'm solid. I'm solid for uh, for uh, an, another few days. The jambalaya's got a lot of, it's got a lot of uh, vegetables in it. It's got, what else did you put in it? Meat it's wise? got everything you need. Yeah, it's got it, what so you need. So it's, uh, listen, here, okay, here's here's the breakdown. Uh, we got uh, 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 red and green bell peppers. Uh, we got um, we got an onion. Uh, we got garlic. Nice. Uh, we got uh, 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 diced tomatoes. Uh, we got a jalapeno. We got uh, andouille sausage. Uh, we got chicken. 
We got shrimp. Uh, we got rice. And uh, then we got, we got Cajun seasonings. We got oregano. We got black pepper. That's, I think that's pretty much it. That's a great bay food. Leaf, bay leaf. It's got, I mean, it's got everything you need. You put rice in at the end. It's great. Nice. Obviously, you put the shrimp shrimp in the last half an hour, and then the rice at the very end. Um, it's great. It's great. It's perfect. Yeah, that is a food you could sustain yourself on. I mean, it's got it's got everything. It's real good. It's real good. Awesome. Um, you, you cooked anything crazy lately? What's what's happening? I not off the top of my head. Oh, I also made uh, Brazilian cheese bread. Ooh, it's very good. One of my coworkers is trying to perfect perfect sourdough bread making. A lot of a lot of people are doing that. A lot of people yeah. are doing that. I'm like, it's great and all, but like, guys, I don't know. Stop being so fucking. Stop being. Stop being a basic bitch. That sourdough <laughs> sourdough bread. I give her credit because I don't think she's just doing sourdough, but she's talked about that recently. Um, but she's really trying to like perfect. I guess the. I'm not sure what you call it whatever the grain is when you cut open a piece of bread like the pattern that makes like the sponginess of it mm-hmm. apparently there's ways you can like truly affect that which makes sense but i've never looked at bread to that level before of my own bread making if i make banana bread it's either good or not it's either i mean it's rare that it's like stiff that that, that means i did something wrong maybe added too hey, much yeah, flour or say, something have, i was gonna say if you made a bad banana bread that's kind of hard to fuck up you know, I always wonder how people fuck things up in, like, television, like, the comedic, like, oh, I don't know how to cook. And I really don't know how that is, because if you follow directions, you're going to make something you can eat, unless you burn it. And then that, it's just like you didn't set a timer, didn't check it, but there's no way to fuck anything up if you're following the directions. Huh. All things being equal. I've never made bread. There was one time I made bread that felt really f- a little bit firmer than I like, and it could have just been the recipe, I'm guessing. Because um, I like my bread more soft until I toast it. Um, that's just who I am as a guy who eats bread. I'm not a I'm not a hard, chewy bread guy. I'm more of a, just a normal chewy bread guy. Not chewy, but, you know. I'm not sure how to describe bread. I don't make it. It's just there. It's not my favorite. Listen, I don't know horses. You don't know bread. It's fine. I don't know bread. If they said to describe a loaf of bread, it'd be like uh, wheat bread. Just a, a regular wheat bread over there. If bread was added to my vision, I would be holding right, Alex, the leaf Alex, bread. Alex, um, the leaf. You you are you are in a meadow. You, okay. You are in a in a in a lush, beautiful meadow. Loving it. To your left is a loaf of bread. Yeah. Where's the loaf of bread? To my left. Describe. Describe oh. its placement and location. This is going to be weird. Mm-hmm. It is packaged bread. Okay. <laughs> like you would go to a bakery and buy off the shelf in a plastic sleeve. Like from a bakery or from like a grocery store? What kind of packaging? What are we talking oh, about? Oh, it's, it's from a grocery store. It's a nice, ornate packaging. Okay. So it's beautiful. Bakery. It's double sealed. Uh, so you have like the packaging, the plastic tube on the outside, but then it is also wrapped inside with another sealed level of plastic. Uh, or whatever kind of wrap, whatever you'd wrap in bread to protect it. Um, Really pretty, just like packaging. It's slightly thicker cut wheat bread. So it's wheat. It has, uh, what would you call that? I guess whatever the oat kind of thing is or the sleeve of the wheat, that kind of like finish you can put on top of bread, wheat bread in particular. I don't know what what it is. Um, The flake... Is an oat finish? Okay, all right. Uh Okay, an oat finish. 
Um, nope. Well, what is it? Tell me what it is. It's certainly not a finish. Not a finish. I wouldn't call it a finish. Well, what is it? Like, it, it, I, how do you achieve that bread? Like that kind of because it is. I mean, it can be different, but in mine, it's really. It's just. It's just there. To me, it's. It's. It's more of an ornamentation because it doesn't really impact the bread that much. Yeah, yeah. It's just a pretty. Um, and I would say it's slightly thicker than a normal piece of, like a cut of bread. All right. All right. Why is it packaged? I'm diabetic. I got to know the carb count of this shit. I, or, I'm not, or it's uns, like, bread is hard to gauge sometimes, and it really depends. So I got to know the amount on there. I can't just go bakery bread. That's better bread. But I don't know how many carbs are in that. I don't want to guess. Tell me. I need the exact numbers. What's your bread look like, Brad? What's that bread to the left in your meadow? Your oh. lush meadow. Well, uh, my, 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 my bread is on a table um, to my left. Uh, it's a red table, by the way. Um, Ooh! It is. It is a. It is a. It is a sweet wheat bread. Um, oh, nice! Yeah, I love that sweet wheat. Uh, un, uh, it's fresh, fresh from the bakery. Uh, not. It's not. Not packaged. It's just. It's just on like a like on a carving board, uh, ready to be sliced up to enjoy. Ooh! So you're slicing your bread? Yeah. Not letting, not letting some machine slice my bread. <laughs> I'm okay no with it. No thanks. No thanks, robots. If the only Get the thing fuck we fuck out of my meadow, robot. If if the only thing we ever as a group take from Kukology, if it's just, hey, Brad, real quick. <laughs> um, there is yeah, bread beside you to your left in the lush meadow. What's it look like? I think I'll be happy with that. That seems like a neat that seems like a neat tool to have in the back of our pockets. Um. Yeah, I haven't really made anything that I can think of that stands out. Mm. Other than like normal stuff, like I, I cooked steaks again the other day, grilled out. What's what's the process with these steaks? Are they, what's the marinade? What's the seasoning? What are we doing? Is this is this in the cookology or is this for real? <laughs> like, am I telling you is what this, my uh, it's both. the the it's prime both. version? It's both. Um, I think we get like a butcher box thing, which is the meat that's locally sourced and it's like mailed to our house so it's actually really good compared to a lot of the meat that we buy in the supermarket which is interesting and yeah they normally have steak there's really good cuts sometimes we'll get in there and sometimes i season it but i don't do a lot i'll, I'll look up a recipe of a, like okay what do i need to season all this mix all the stuff that we have that it calls for like oh this could be a need but it's basic basic stuff nothing too crazy that's, that's um, not an answer. What's what, what's 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 the seasoning or the marinade? What's going on? What are we doing? Um, what was the most recent steak? I didn't actually season it. I think Emily actually prepared the seasoning before, and I just cooked it on the grill. And I don't know what it was. You have to also understand, Brad. I am not a, a meat steak person. Like it's cool if it's there, but I don't seek it out on my own. It's just like, all right, you want steak? We'll eat steak. My steak can be whatever. It just has to be cooked to a point that I like, and I'll eat it. We, it was good. Like, it tasted really good. But it's not my jam. Okay. All right. All right. That's why it's not as interesting to me as, say, a bread baking. Because <laughs> that's something that's neat. I could put cinnamon Alex, in that. Alex, I can't put cinnamon on a steak. <laughs> Alex, there's a box of... You... 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 You are at... You are on an old-timey pirate ship. Really? Okay. Near you, there is a box of cereal. Where's the box of cereal and what cereal is it? Oh, the box of cereal is right there on my left. Okay. All right. 
obviously, and it might be because we're talking about bread, the first thing that came to my mind, oh, bran flakes, duh. Have any, I have not eaten bran flakes in a very long time. Whoa. Um, the kids don't like it. Emily doesn't like it. They just, they don't, there aren't bran flakes, people. And I don't buy things for myself like that that often. So I would want bran flakes by me. Good bran flakes. But then I thought Captain Crunch, just because of like, I'm here on a captain, I'm on a pirate ship. Apropos, a little, little too obvious though. Well, I mean, but I, that's also something Pretty, I don't. It's look. Am I am I on a pirate ship that often? I've only been on a, a proximity of a pirate ship maybe twice in my life. Mm. Um, all costume ships, all just like ooh, we reconstructed it. Uh, yeah, whatever. Um, am I always in the? See, in my mind, I'm in. I'm in like the captain's room. I'm sitting at the captain's chair, like desk that you would have in a pirate's captain's room. Mm-hmm. And there's the cereal beside me. And there's an ornate bowl in front of me with an ornate spoon. Please, please tell me more about this ornate bowl. <laughs> it's gold. Okay. And it has a very nice little, say, like, just, like, uh, what looks like floral patterns coming on the outside. Nothing too crazy, because the inside is, like, smooth. Like, it's just, there's nothing. But on the outside, just a tasteful floral pattern on the outside, just in this gold. The spoon matches. Is there a parrot? I'm on a pirate ship. Why the fuck not? It's over there. It's in a cage. Um, I can't just have a free Roman parrot around. Truth. I do let him out on occasion. I do let Bird him out on birth. occasion because I'm not a cruel. Yeah. They're dinosaurs. Look, he came with a boat. Um, <laughs> they are dinosaurs. Uh, the milk is also in like a giant <laughs> like a picture what kind of that's mil- gold. What kind of milk is this? Please describe the milk. Um, it is, uh, we'll say, the proximity of 2% milk. 2%. Um, okay. Normally I drink 1% or skim, but I'm on a pirate ship. Oh, going a little crazy. Going a little going crazy. A little cra- Dude, I have brand for the first time in forever. Um that's 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 how I that's how I have it. All right. Brad, you got to give me I I like this kookology rabbit hole that we've fallen <laughs> yes, into. Yes. There's something about it that is fascinating. Ladies and gentlemen, yeah. if you want to describe your bread that is beside you in your lush <laughs> garden or or meadow, or if you want to tell us about the cereal you're eating on a pirate ship, please do. But Brad, pirate ship, mm-hmm. cereal, yes. where are you? What's going on? Okay, uh alright. I mean, I'm on I'm on the upper deck. Is that is that the term? I'm on I'm I'm, sure. on, I'm on the top of the boat. Uh just hanging out. Um but uh, not like in the crow's nest. You're like where no, no, you no, would no, be. No, no. Like no, I'm just I'm just like yeah, just steering like center, the ship, but back. Center, center of the boat, just hanging out. Okay, cool. Um, Main deck. Just me. You got it's it. Very quiet. Um, we're docked. Whatever. Um, anchors down. Whatever. I don't know how boats work. Uh, middle <laughs> of the ocean. Anchors down. Just hanging out. <laughs> Okay, so you're not docked now, or if you're docked, yeah. you're, like, docked at We're some sort of, like, floating place. Guys, there is no wind, nothing's happening, we are stopped dead center of the ocean, uh, nothing's happening, we're not moving, there's no crew, it's just me. I'm probably gonna die here. Um, <laughs> I'm in the exact center of the ship, uh, uh, to my right is a box of, ah... Some sort of, uh, I don't know, some sort of a uh, almond uh, granola eat sort of situation. Okay. Um, it's not a brand that's recognizable. It's like some weird store brand or something. Um, hmm. It's got like almonds and like uh, granola and like probably some kind of some kind of a cornflake in there too. 
it's, nice. it, it, it pretends to be healthy. It's not. It's like any other cereal. It's, it's, it's a lot of stuff in there, but uh, it's, uh, it's hearty. It's a hearty cereal. Okay. I like this. Cornflakes on occasion are really good, so I could actually see that going really good with this granola mix, this mm -hmm. almond granola mix. Is there any yeah. fruit in it, or is it just grain? Just, just grains, just grains. It's, it's honey, honey. It's also like I think it's like a honey. Oh, it's dude! A lot of thing, a lot of things going on there. Like a honey granola. I think honestly, I think I have this box of cereal in my kitchen. I think this might be the box of cereal in my kitchen. Nice, nice. Vera recently discovered honey as a thing, and she's been eating it as like a. a like a dip for her toast. She just likes to have a little bit of it and she'll just like put some toast in and drink little amounts. That's what she's into. I don't know how she got kicked onto it. Um, Brad, where is this box at? Is it beside you? Are, are you on a, right. Is there like a it's, table? It's just, no, it's just, just sitting there. The box is just sitting there. I'm like, oh, look, there's a, there's a box of cereal. Just, just sit on the ground right near me. It's interesting that I was about to eat my cereal, huh. but you, mine was almost at, on a table displayed as if part of a well-balanced pirate breakfast. Yours, yeah. just a box there on the deck. Mine's a mystery. Like, in my situation, I think it's more like mist. Like, I've just woken up and I'm in this weird fucking location with no one else oh. around anywhere ever. Um, everything's dead quiet and eerie. Um, and there just happens to be a box of cereal near me. There's also a glass uh, uh, container of a whole milk. Interesting. Yeah. I'm gonna have to find a bowl though. It's probably gonna cause me to, I'm probably gonna do some kind of weird puzzle that I have to like look up constellations in a book or something to, to get <laughs> to get the bowl, cause it's like mist, but I, you know. Huh. So your boat scenario, in mine I was, Basically the captain with a parrot and I was eating breakfast and yours you were plopped down in the middle of a mist like puzzle game With cereal and an objective with star constellations. Yeah, bring me the almond cereals But I mean honestly, I could just eat the cereal out of the box in my hand yeah. and just like, milk. <laughs> like I, I, I don't eat cereal out of a bowl anyway. I always put it. I always put it in like a cup I, I, I was about cereal. to say, I was yeah. like, you're set though, man. Like you can yeah. eat, you're good. Like you can just I'm eat solid. it. I'm solid. Yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't need to solve this puzzle. Like I'm, if I get bored enough, maybe I'll like try to figure out, but. Ugh. Wow. Kukology is taking Ramjack by storm today. Yeah, I love it. I, I think our Kukologies are better than that desert thing. Mm -hmm. The thing I did leave out, I think my cube was large, but it was also metallic and shiny reflective. Don't know what that says about me. Other than the fact that I kind of like that aesthetic in a desert, maybe. I don't know. Maybe I saw it on some weird album art from like the 70s or 80s. Who knows where it came from? Could be, could be. But I know where those spoons came from in that bowl. The importance of my captain imagination. Um, Alex, we've learned a lot about each other. We really have. We truly, truly have. But there's a lot of people out there that... I they they need they need our knowledge and our help um so i thought we could play some giving advice the game um, love to because there's some people with some paranormal issues i you know we started with mormons we've moved on to the paranormal folks because i yeah i no. let's help them let's help these people I, honestly because the mormons aren't asking a lot of questions these days they're guys. not not asking a lot of questions they're uh, in bunker mode <laughs> they're hiding before we continue to help the paranormal folks, we took a small break. We both refreshed our beverages. Brad has sangria. Yep. He put in some fruit because it's Cinco de Mayo. It's delicious. Mm -hmm. I forgot it was Cinco de Mayo until Brad said something. Didn't even oh register with me. Oh boy, Alex is such a racist. I he hates Mexican people. I didn't want to say anything. I do not hate Hispanic people. Oh boy. 
Um, I have a Dr. Pepper. Besides oh. the point. That reminded me. So yesterday. Yesterday. <laughs> 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 for May the 4th, which is May the 4th be with you, Star Wars. Yeah. I saw so many people celebrating as if it were a real holiday that it gave me pause thinking, is this going to happen? Like, is, is this actually going to become a holiday one day? I mean, it makes as much sense as St. Patrick's Day, right? Maybe more sense than St. Patrick's Day at this point. Um, I saw people in my neighborhood as I was driving around, safely, by the way, quarantine first, mm-hmm. decorated outside decorations, which blew my mind. There was someone that had a Yoda, like a giant uh, felt or fabric Yoda, just over their front door, like waving. People got real bored in quarantine. I, that's what I'm thinking too, I think. I, that was the first thought. I was like, people have gotten real bored. But I saw something else. I want to say I saw like a 3PO and R2. And when you see multiples of something in a day, yes, crazy times, maybe they're just bored. But on Instagram, I saw a lot of people like decorating their house for it, like decorating, decorating their house. Again, wow. it could be boredom. But one guy, his kid got like a whole bunch of Star Wars toys. And they were just like on his desk set up like as if it were Christmas. And I'm thinking, wow, okay, are we doing this? <laughs> Hey, all right. Hey, fair enough. That's that was my response too. I just wanted to make. I didn't know if you saw anything or if you were I, I mean, secretly I, celebrating Star Wars in a way that I didn't know. No, I I did laundry yesterday. That's what I did. Nice, very nice. It was not easy. I had to go many places trying to find quarters. But you found them. I found enough. I found enough. <laughs> don't don't I. Uh, don't know what I'm going to do next time. I have to do laundry. I think in one of the old, old boxes I have, I had a little box that was filled with quarters that I didn't use back when I was doing laundry days when I lived in my apartment. And I still have them back there. Like, I just put them in this box and, like, didn't do anything with them until recently. I found them. I was like, oh, okay, cool. But I put them back in the box because I just wasn't in the mindset or I was in the middle of an activity and thought I'll come back to these. I'm sorry that those exist there, friend, that I didn't circulate them back so that you might in Florida get more quarters. I apologize. So you should find those quarters, mail them to Florida. <laughs> I know who could use these. I, well, Care package. Here's the, here's the fucking thing, because, like, um, my bank is only doing a um, drive-through teller. Um, like, you, like no one's in the actual bank. Um, and I, the uh, laundromat I go to, they had a change machine, but it's broken. Uh, so I tried going to another laundromat. Other laundromat was just closed. Like, so they just straight up closed down. I looked at another laundromat, wow. and they had, like, weird... They were having weird, like, quarantine hours. So I was like, fuck, what do I do? And I looked at, I had enough quarters that I ended up going to, like... I went to, in front of Walmart, I went to a vending machine and bought two uh, Coke Zeros just to get... Um, nice. Canned Coke Zeros just to get 50 cents back on each one to get a dollar. I was able to just scrape by and get my clothes dry enough. Coke coming for the win. It was there when you needed it, both as a refreshing beverage and also as a provider of quarters for you in these damp quarantine times. I'm just, I have... What the fuck? Why don't we have, like, just tap to pay, Apple Pay, Google Pay, whatever you need, Google Wallet, whatever it is, even a credit card. Just take my money and do some, like, dry or wash clothes, guys. Why I, do we like, not have that? 
I just, I, look, I want a house so fucking bad right now. If I had a house, I could have a dog right now. I could have a fucking washer and dryer and a dishwasher. Like, this is shit I want in my life. I need I realized, a fucking house. Oh, yeah. And I, it truly is, until you get a house or an apartment with those things, we have just, as a society said, it's just going to suck for you to have to do your clothes. I'm sorry. Huh. And that's stupid. I understand we need universal health care first. Obviously, that's something we need before anything yeah. else. There's a, like, there's a laundry list of other things yeah. that we need to do. Brad's got the, bl- the gravity knife ready. Um, mm. There needs to be like great overhauls in our structure. Brad's got blades on blades. He's a regular jack of blades over there. But at some point, maybe we put it at a fast, fast travel. People should have access to be able to wash their clothes. In a convenient way, in fuck quarters. Yeah. Laund- laundry's a human right. Laundry's a human right. It's up there with the internet, <laughs> food, health. Healthcare, uh, living shelter. wage, shelter, uh, food. Happiness. Education, happiness, yes. laundry, dogs. If that's the point that starts the revolution, if that's like the last straw of guys, what the fuck quarters? People are like, yeah. And that's what makes us, if that's what, t- then let it be that. If it so happens that that is the tip, that the thing that tip this thing over, then let it be. I, I really do wonder about like, out there. like New York. Like, oh man. What's going on in New York with like laundry? Old fashioned wash tubs. How's that working? Just got, get in your bathtub, wash them. Just like old yes. school. Yes. Get your own agitator going, just like bum, 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 with your hands, make the own noises because you're making noises. I gotta noises bust so. open these these uh, laundry pods. I'm like, God damn it, why didn't I just buy liquid detergent? <laughs> Fuck, I got all these fucking pods. Ugh. God Weird. damn it. People getting creative, like, can I use the pods to do, like, dishes too? Like, can I do the pod, dishes, and then do, I guess you would do laundry first. I guess that's gross, so don't do that, but. Yeah, no, don't do that. But I don't know, man. These people maybe don't have access to all kinds of different soap right now. They're getting, they're having to make choices like that. Maybe. Wild. Hypothetically. Wild. In my Wild. mind. Brad said, Alex, there's an apartment in New York. People need to do clothes. Here's some Tide Pods. And that's where my mind went. That was my uh, <laughs> ecology. These people like having to make the choices. Do I also wash my dishes in this de- detergent laundry bathtub, which is gross and scary. It's a nightmare I, like I went to. I like that. Don't like that. No, that's no good. No good at all. Oh, laundry. Stressful. Star Wars Day. Weird. Hmm. Star Wars Day is not a human right, though. I will say that. I mean, maybe current happiness, but it's not something that's... I don't know, guys. No. I mean, everybody have fun. Whatever. Yeah, have fun. Have fun, but like, whatever. I I am about to watch the latest Star Wars movie at some point because Disney Plus dropped it as a surprise on May the 4th, and I have not seen it yet. So, right. looking forward to that. Looking forward to that. It's fine. That's the other thing. I think I'm not as big into Star Wars as I was as a kid, which is totally cool because everyone changes. That's life. Are we going to help these paranormal people now? I'm sorry. I didn't mean to derail things, it's but right. a lot it's of cool. stuff happened. It's cool. It's cool. Alex got a lot of people um, that need some help. Um, oh, boy. Uh, uh, just to get back to our cocology for a second. Um, hi, guys. I'm a blue horse woman. Oh, the horse is me, and I'm blue. <laughs> also, uh, question: Black talking dog? Huh? Huh? Alex, you, uh, you are you are in an icy tundra. Um, there's an animal by your side. 
Uh, please describe it. Um, and it could be just because of what you just said. The initial thought was just a black hound dog. Okay, you got a black hound dog. Um, but as you went through, I tried to distance myself from that. I was like, nah, it's not the dog I got because that's, I was just sure primed for that. You say tundra. I am in like a an ice enclosure thing, like a glacier thing that's kind of hollowed out and it's mm-hmm. big. I'm in there. I'm cold. I got on gear because we're talking about Star Wars. I just imagined I was in the same suit that Han Solo and Luke were on Hoth, obviously. And beside me was a, a large, what looks like the cross between like an Eskimo Spitz and like a wolf oh. looking at me, looking at nice. me for like a, what do we do? What nice. do we do? That's where I was in my. That's what. That's what my kookology. I got. I got, an, I got an Irish wolfhound. Um, but where are you on the tundra? What's your tundra sitch? Um, are you my, in a glacier or is it just flat well, land? There's you no. Know, there's a cave behind me, but I'm okay. just out. I'm out just taking in the vista. Just nice. Taking it in. Taking it in with my Irish You're, wolfhound. Mine. I was scared on the tundra named, uh, with the Wellington. Dog. You and Wellington are just taking it in. This is almost like a vacay for you. It's like. Case back there. We got shelter. We got friendship. Oh. What else do we need? Seriously, <laughs> look out upon this. Oh, Wellington. God, that sounds that sounds fucking magical. Out, out, out on like a on like an icy cold tundra, like just t- surveilling it with an Irish wolfhound. Oh. What are you Wellington up to out there? I'm sorry. We are going to be interrupting this podcast with constant kookology at this point. Yeah. <laughs> what are you Wellington up to? I want to know why you feel so like secure and happy out here. Is, the, I, is I, this a vacation? It's the sol- yeah, it's the so- I don't know. It's the it's the solitude. Like we are miles away from anything, and it's cold and nice and dark. It's everything I want. <laughs> it's everything I want. But cold where's the cube? And- where's your ladder? Where's the horse? No, no cubes. No cubes. No ladders. No horses. No Just horses. Me and an Irish wolfhound in the freezing cold. Enjoying it. Uh, just out just to be like... Just like, ah, uh, taking it all in. That is awesome. God damn. But I, I'm shocked we haven't come aco- across Kukology before. This is changing <laughs> the podcast as we know it. <clears throat> Black talking dog. <clears throat> I was reading the thread about what makes a demon, comma, ghost, our spirit, and it got me to thinking of beings you encounter in dreams. I still remember this as the most evil thing that I've ever encountered. Altho, A-L-T-H-O, Altho, Altho, in describing it, it comma, it seems kind of comical. The, I still remember this is the most evil thing I've ever encountered. Altho, in describing it, it seems kind of comical. Most evil thing is kind of comical. Weird. Um... It was a small black dog curled up on the head of a faceless shadow man like a hat. Okay, well that... (laughs) Jesus fuck. I mean, that did get into nightmare territory pretty quick. The shadow man's face was so black, it was like no light could touch it. He Hmm. didn't talk, just the dog did. I felt... So this I imagine this is like... It's like a shadow person, but with like an alien face hugger that's a dog. And the dog talks. Damn. Um, I felt as if I was in danger or losing my soul being near this thing, but was too scared to move away from it. I can't remember what it said to me, parentheses, nothing good, I'm sure, in parentheses, comma, but I was saved by a female wolf who just got between us and guided me away. A friend told me that she also dreamed of an evil black talking dog, too, 
Only hers was a German Shepherd and not sitting on anyone's head. Has anyone else met this dog in their dreams? <laughs> or anywhere else? Question mark? <gasps> anywhere else. Alex, you I'm... meet this dog. <laughs> Where are you? <laughs> Where am I meeting this dog? Yeah, where are you meeting this dog? I, the first thought I've had was similar. Uh, in my mind, we were on as the streets. Um, for some reason, I'm getting a vibe of like, um, like old, uh, old times. We're talking like um, Victorian England times. Oh, okay. It's a little bit damp because it's just been raining, mm-hmm. and I'm walking down this this this. It's a main street. It's not an alley, but there's no one else here because it's dark and it's night. And I look over, and there's this guy, and I think that's a top hat or a boulder hat. Nope. That's a straight-up dog curled up, and this guy's face is in shadows. It's not like it's not like a shadow person. In my mind, he's just a guy who's down in shadowy face. Mm-hmm. And the dog looks over, and it's kind of got like a like a streamlined dog face. Almost like a, a whippet face. Oh, um, but that. it's not a whippet. I can't think of the name of the dog breed I'm thinking of in my head. It's got its little, uh, it's got its little fangs flared and it's just like looking at me and it's it's trying to talk instead of growling it like talks and then this this wolf which in my mind wasn't a wolf at all for some reason and this is weird and kookology is really getting to me uh, I imagined it was like a woman in what looks like like almost cosplaying as a wolf like oh, it's a furry it's a furry it's not a furry it's a woman um her hair is like gray and she almost has on like a really furry like mantle like cape and the top of it looks like, like she's wearing a wolf skin mm. essentially like she's and she just kind of gets between us and is like let's move along move along not not that we're so scared of the guy but it's just like you don't want to mess with this guy let's just keep going like a friend okay oddly dressed i do not know why or where this is coming from brad you there's th- What's going on with this black dog? I, so um, the thought that immediately popped into my mind was like 1980s uh, New York subway. Really? Yeah. Wow. Uh, you got like a shadow person, like a like a cloak, like a like a big like cloak, like a weirdly like oversized cloak, like 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 almost either like a cosplayer or old timey doesn't make sense, uh, but like sitting there, um, and then around his face, little dog, like little poodle mix. Uh, Ooh, a mixed dog. Um, yeah. Interesting. What does your wolf look like? Um, what's my wolf look like? Um, uh, well, I think seeing seeing with like the subway theme, I, I imagine it's kind of like a like a sort of like a a friendly bag lady wolf. Interesting. Ah, a friendly bag lady wolf. Mhm. Mhm. Cool. Huh. Welcome to Kukology, formerly the Ramjack Podcast. So is uh, I don't know why I'm this, so. Has anyone else met this dog? Yeah, um, Alex met it like in the 1800s. Yeah, I met it on the subway in the 80s. It's out there. Yeah. It is out there, and I don't know what it wants because we never stay. We never tarry long enough for it to actually kind of like interact. Mm-hmm. It's a passing thing. Um, I mean that's kind of. Cr- I don't. I love that the paranormal community can change anything into something that's paranormal. Yeah. Ghosts, demons, whatever. There's things out there I don't understand. Anything could be one of those things, though. I Even mean, my dreams, I guess. And, uh, 
The most evil thing you met was a dog in a dream that you think is somewhat comical. Like, lucky day. I mean, you could come across monsters, we'll say, to use more of a ramjack nomenclature, a thing that we've established everywhere. Yeah. And right now, they are literally all over the fucking place, and they're everywhere on the news. Like, we're inundated by it. Just yeah. blatant, um, selfish, just mean-spirited, we'll say evilness. And the yeah. evilest thing you've seen was a dog just on someone's head that kind of growling at you? In your dream. In your dreams. Uh, we don't know this whole situation. You could have gotten up in its face and it's growling at you or trying to get at you because you're like close to it. It's like, back off. You could be the monster. <laughs> you could be the demon in this situation, person. I don't. Yeah. Uh, all right, blue horse woman. Grow up and shut up. I need an explanation on the blue horse. Just get back at us on that one, because I'm curious. A blue horse means you don't know what reality is. Um, If if you're a blue horse woman, um, then you don't know how to differentiate yourself from reality. The horse is reality. Um. (laughs) Just a normal, just a horse. Just a generic blue horse. Blue horse? Okay. Um, yeah. All right. Oh, yeah. Uh, Also, all those things aren't real. That's fine. And your dreams are just random things that pop off in your mind. You're fine. It's... Move along. Find a better hobby. Um, hi guys. I'm just a Mike A. The things I can't unsee. I don't know what they mean. The things I see. One sentence. I don't know what they mean. The things I see bring terror. They haunt my dreams with their contorted bodies and screams. I try not to sleep so I can't see them. I have had my house cleansed and I keep a cross. Please, I need help. Huh. Contorted bodies. Keeping a cross on you. Cleansed Um, your house. That is one, two, three, four sentences. (laughs) I don't know what they mean. The things I see bring terror. They haunt my dreams with their contorted bodies and screams. I try not to sleep so I can't see them. I have had my house cleansed and I keep a cross. Please help. There's not, a lot about, of, lot, not a lot of info there. There is a lot in, like, I guess the in-between part. Run-on sentence, or like combined sentences that are strange. Uh, interesting punctuation choices. Interesting vocabulary choices. I think that the highest level of vocabulary word in there was contorted, right? Mm-hmm. Like, you could tell that that is something that wasn't necessarily from this person's mind. Like, the, the phrase, like, contorted bodies and their screams felt like it was something that was not part of the same thought flow. Like, it was something that they heard somewhere, someone told them, that they added to, like, their thoughts. I feel like this sounds like song lyrics. Oh, it could easily be song I don't lyrics. know what they mean, the things I see bring terror. They haunt my dreams with their contorted bodies and screams. I try not to sleep so I can't see them. I have had my house cleansed and I keep a cross. I keep a cross. Brad. I keep one. I keep a cross. What what type of music did you just imagine in your kookology that these these lyrics went to? Because uh, mine went to a weird place and I don't understand it. Oh, I mean, I don't know music, so. <laughs> mine was country. Oh. Uh, you might be I don't metal. Know Obviously what metal. These, yeah. What they mean, the things I see bring terror. They haunt my dreams with their contorted bodies and screams. I try not to sleep so I can't see them. I've had my house cleansed and I keep across. Please, I need help. <laughs> there you go. Randy Travis, just like 
<laughs> just singing, singing about <laughs> contorted bodies screaming in his dreams. I don't know what they mean. The things I see bring terror. <laughs> they haunt my dreams with the contorted bodies and screams. <laughs> I mean, this person needs help. Help. I find a friend. Find a professional. Yeah. Go talk uh, to him. Take some sleeping pills. Yeah. Also, just knock yourself out with some yeah, drugs. Just, just snooze it out. You, you, yeah. See, get some help. Get a snooze. Take some, take some pills. Calm down. Do don't you keep still? Across. Yeah, that's kind of weird. I, I don't understand how people think that all it doesn't matter. We've been over that. It doesn't grow up. Shut up. Just go get some help. Brad, do you dream at all? Any like, do you have? You, has your dream pattern changed, or is it still just shapes yeah, and just or not shapes. really dreaming? Yeah, no, forever and always. Because I was going to ask. Floating around, fire, you know. Same old do thing these old. things scare you in your dreams? Like, no. have you ever had a nightmare? No. No, these are, uh, it's, like a, it's a screensaver. Screensavers aren't scary. They just, they're screensavers. Interesting. I mean, I've had dreams that scare me. Even to this day, I'll have like a scary dream. I'm not affected by them. Wake up and I'm like, oh my goodness, that was a scary dream. Oh, I was a, that was a nightmare. All right, let's go back to sleep. <laughs> like, they don't bother me now. As a kid, that might creep me out a little bit. But it's it's rare that they affect me in such a way, which is interesting that you just don't straight up have normal dreams. You no. never know. You'll never know that fear. I mean, is I know like, I had dreams as a kid that weren't necessarily like this, but like I I mean I, I think it was when I was very young, but also it was never like I was never a part of the dreams. It was more of just like 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 a film playing, but I was never a part of it. I feel that I've had that happen before. Most of mine, I tend to be me or another person but i'm acting with their past thoughts memories stuff gets weird man i but it's it's interesting to me um and it might be all this kookology stuff just running around in my head now asking these questions Mm. but this person needs to go get professional help yeah (laughs) i would say like find a higher professional Alex, uh, you, you're going to have a style of music uh, for one of your dreams. Uh, please describe. A style of music for one of my dreams? Right, right. You're going you're gonna to dream a, a songs in a style. Huh. I don't know. I, I'm getting like five different things in my head, which is also getting weird. And I, mm. I, I'm getting a little creeped out by this kookology stuff. Um. Just to clarify, so I'm dreaming, and this music is playing in the background, yeah, this is, just this is, as accompanying this is, it. Yeah, this is, the, this is the music that goes with your dream. Um, Think of a recent dream and tell me what that what that sounds like. What's that musically? What's that musical styling? So, this is going to sound a little strange, but imagine if Randy Newman scored a dream with instruments. Love it. That's it. I. It could be because Vera has watched Monsters Inc. in the past two weeks. But the intro to that, done by Randy Newman, like he does all the music for it, is kind of my general, like, that's my going into a dream thing. Kind of a light, kind of like, I would say a peppier jazz that's fun. Nice. Um, that's my dreams, you know? It's like, hey, what's up? We're dreaming. Nice. I like it. I like it. How about you, friend? What if you could um, score your screensavers to music? What would you I, want? I would say like a, like a Wagnerian, like, epic. Nice. Nice. Yeah. Big, big, bold sounds. Big, bold sounds. All right. Big, bold sounds should be an album name. <laughs> That's fucking awesome. Big, bold sounds. The latest album. What's up? 
Okay. Um, I don't know. Ah, I think it's fine. I was like, I think those may be long, but the other one is insanely long. But the subject is great. <clears throat> Hi, guys. I'm just a Grace with God 2015. <laughs> <laughs> <Goodbye>. Wow. <clears throat> Demonic attack my whole life slash what does Lucifer want? Qu- question mark. What does God want? Question mark. Perfect. <laughs> I want revenge, but is that what God wants? <laughs> <clears throat> For the past six months, I've been getting visions, dreams, sleep paralysis, and hallucinations about demons. My past in heaven... Oh my god. Uh, uh, first of all, it should be noted, these are all comma-separated. I've been getting okay. visions, comma, dreams, comma, sleep paralysis, comma, and hallucinations about demons, comma, my past in heaven, comma, God, comma, and the devil. And I can't piece together what they mean... Because the demons in control of my body won't let me work it out in my head. <laughs> Whoa, wait a minute. I'm oh, sorry, let me read that So you were again. not in control? And I can't piece it together what they mean because the demons in control of my body won't let me work it out in my head. They block me off whenever I try to think about something complicated. Parentheses. Even in school and at work. Which is why I'm still in the 10th grade at eight year, 18 years old. Whoa. Okay. <laughs> Is that, can that even be a thing? Can you still be in the 10th, well, 10th grade, yeah. 10th grade at 18, yeah. Okay. I don't, for all of a sudden, 10th grade sounded like It doesn't really, shock me. Ten, all of a sudden, I was in, for some reason, I, like, I couldn't, the numbers didn't work out. I, I, instead of 10th grade, I was thinking middle school. I'm like, oh, wait, wait, 10th grade, 10th grade, okay. So you're, you're two years behind, so. But, because you can't work things out because yeah. all these demons in control of you. Oh, boy. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> Um, then all, by the way, going forward, all these lines start with a dash now. So, dash. I was dying on the ride to school when my heart failed from drinking a five-hour energy shot. I saw God standing in the clouds and looking off into another direction. That's one point. I was dying What does God look like in your vision, kid? Like, I, I want to just ask all the questions. I want this to be a country song. I was dying yeah. on a ride to school when my heart failed from drinking a five-hour energy shot. <laughs> I saw God standing in the clouds and looking off into another direction. Uh, <laughs> Dash, I have sleep paralysis about working for the devil and selling my soul to him. <laughs> oh, well, you're 18. Get ready to work for the devil. Them's, them's the I breaks. mean, yeah. Uh... <laughs> I've gotten visions about being in heaven with God before I came to earth as a human. Apparently, I was an incredibly beautiful angel who God created, like Lucifer, only not nearly as smart or powerful. I was an artist instead of a musician, like Lucifer. Okay. Wow. Oh, a great slam on Lucifer there. He was just a musician. He wasn't an artist like me. He could play the music, but did he feel it? Could he create it? He was was more smart and powerful, though. More smart (laughs) smart and powerful. powerful. Um, When when I was a little girl, I would randomly get this thought. I'm going to marry a really hot guy one day. I've come to think that hot... That... I've come to think that hot guy is Lucifer, but he could be someone else. <laughs> I don't know where to begin with this, and we're not even finished with it, right? Like, nope, there's a lot there's more, more coming. Each, I, I, each one of these is so fucking kooky, it's knocking me down. <clears throat> when I was a little girl, I would randomly get this thought. 
I'm gonna marry a really hot guy one day. I've come to think that that hot guy is Lucifer, but it could be someone else. All right. <laughs> if any of if anyone's thinking, obviously Reba McIntyre is singing this song. Oh, definitely. This isn't. This, this is yeah. some Reba jams. Uh, Carrie Underwood? No, she would not stoop to this. She, she's she's no. classier than this. Since I was a little girl, until until a couple of months ago, I used to daydream a lot. And I recently found out that the face I was seeing was Lucifer's. So I've been sexually dreaming up his face for almost 10 years. Why, why do you know that this is Lucifer's face? What's... Right? What are we talking about? Are we talking about Lucifer from the TV show? What are we talking about? What are we talking about? Yeah, how do you know? Um, I've been waking up at 3 in the morning since birth. You don't know that. <laughs> How would you know that? Yeah, no, that's... Strangest thing, daughter. Ever since you were born, you've been waking up at 3 a.m. Every day. It exhausted us for the most most of your life. Uh, something urged me to start watching pornography at the age of eight years old. And only now am I clean from the addiction. You were eight. Yeah. Sounds about right. Yeah, sure. I mean, that uh, is kind of young. Eight is pretty young. Uh, but at the same time, I don't know this who this person is. Other than what they're telling us, I listen. I, I don't know. I, 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 girls mature faster than boys. Um, Very true. I mean, yeah, I, I say that without any judgment. I mean, it's younger than I would think. Or I guess society would expect. I don't know, dude. But how we, we, we didn't we didn't we didn't have that kind of internet access when we were eight either. True. Wasn't available. Wasn't an option. I don't know if I was like. I mean, I obviously thought about romance when I was really young, and the concept of like, ooh, wouldn't it be, wouldn't it just be great to be in a relationship with a woman? When I was a kid, kid, um, and maybe kissing and stuff, but I didn't really get, I guess, into the beyond that until I was a little bit older. I would say much older than eight, maybe. I don't know. I'm trying to think grounded. Joey's nine now, and he's not. He doesn't really show interest in people at all in a way that's like. No. Romantic, so I'm like, I, I get everyone. This all happens for diff- everyone I, at a different saying, time. Yeah, and that's cool. I, I, I don't, I don't think it's unreasunable. I because again, girl, it's girl, not unreasonable. Faster. You're correct. Because I, I say we give a, I say we give it a, a year or two for girls. So I say about ten for a boy. I could say, yeah, I wouldn't. That wouldn't find that unusual. Um, I now there's okay, no dash. I have demons. But is it okay, Brett? Is it unusual that it would be so specific for the devil? <laughs> I don't know. I don't. I, I have demons in my head that refuse to leave and keep trying to show me sexual visions of theirs and harass me throughout the day. They watch me do everything. Apparently, they're keeping tabs on me for the devil. They sabotaged my relationships with my friend and family with false information and by getting in their heads. They want me to be all alone and think about Lucifer all the time. Now they just want me to sleep all day and do nothing. Also getting me to lose my job. I know this all sounds crazy. <laughs> I mean... But, but I'm sure it's doing a lot of lifting here. But... <laughs> I've done the work and time to... I've done the work and time to get myself mentally stable, but nothing works. I've taken every prescription pill you can think of... 
and have been hospitalized over 30 times in psych wards. This is not real. Um, nothing makes this stop. I know it all sounds like I'm blaming my problems on demons, but believe me, just two months ago, I tried to accept this was all my fault and move on, but things still kept happening. Please help. I don't think this is real. No. Listen. I... It was all fun. It was all fun, but then we're like, I've I've taken every pill and I've been hospitalized over thirty times in sight. You're eighteen. You've been hospitalized thirty times. Either this person has a true psychological issue, um, true. in which case they should be getting help, or this is phony baloney's on the internet, which is no fun. They they may not have proper health insurance to truly get that help they need, which is unfortunate. Yeah. Assuming, look, this is some. This is some. This is some weird stuff. As far as everything that Brad read, I don't think that it's outside the way it was like, or at least how Brad read it, because I know there were dashes and like interesting punctuation. Uh-huh. It would not be outside their own possibility to me. There's a there's an authenticity to it that makes me think this person really is someone who may need just straight up help. Um, but it could also be fake. I mean, I'm not gonna I'm not saying that's not a possibility here. Yeah, I think it's most likely fake. I think it's funny baloney's. <laughs> Um, I don't like phony balloons. Don't care for it. Don't care for it. Um, I don't like it. I don't like it. Yeah, you, you I don't get like it either. Get get psychological help. Um, help. Family of this person. Uh, get them away from the Jesus shit. Get, get rid of that religion shit. Get that out. Cause like this person like has real like issues. Like I, this, they they don't need like crazy mythology in their life. They, they need reality. Don't confuse it with nonsense. Not a good mix. Every, Not a good mix. Every time before now, and by that I mean the modern time, everything was met with this kind of like crazy bullshit. Our religion was the only thing you really had to try to explain to the lens. How crazy was the world before now? <laughs> I mean, you look back to like the neoclassical period and like like even when our country started to get founded, like when they were right, and you're thinking... These people were just trying, man. Even like back in Rome, like there's glimpses of people like, all right, well maybe let's think outside of this box, kind of. But even then, the scrap, like, damn. Yeah. You know, some fundraising emails are real bullshit. <laughs> is this the beginning of a paranormal thing, or are you just no, is no, this no, just no, off no. the cuff? This Brad is, saying, this is me just like getting an email and being like, what now? And then looking at him like, you motherfuckers, you're asking for money. Uh, subject line forget something question mark and it's like hey did you forget something um you've donated to Planned Parenthood before uh but uh if you were to if you were just about to unlock an extra hundred dollars in support uh we would uh, something 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 um luckily your special giving to like I listen motherfuckers I give you money one time and now you're trying to trick me into thinking ah motherfuckers <laughs> I, as I've said on the podcast before, the DNC sends me emails, and they're just getting crazier and crazier. Oh. Different people, different strategies. Alec, Alec Baldwin was recently a part of it. It's like, hey, this is Alec Baldwin. Would you give money if I'm asking you? I'm, Barack I'm, Obama, I'm, I'm here to get your money, man. I'm Help off, me and vote. I'm off the DNC list. I got myself off all of those, mostly by sending angry emails to them until I eventually just hit unsubscribe and... You know, um, also I'm off Justice Democrats now because those motherfuckers started a super PAC. So fuck them to hell. Um, oh, I'm still getting like AOC and Bernie, but you know, I, I'll give them money. You know, at times. Uh, 
But the fact that Planned Parenthood, I love the strategy of, did you forget something? Yeah, like, that's, forget that's something, something I like, haven't seen yet. Yeah, and then it was like, hey, you gave me money to it before. Uh, did you forget something? We were just about to unlock an extra $100 in critical support. Uh, but thanks to you, but it looks like you didn't quite finish uh, signing up as a monthly donor. Correct. I don't have $100 uh. for you, Planned Parenthood. Sorry. Oh, look, we were gonna, but you forgot to sign up for, as a monthly $100 a month donor. Oh, I didn't forget. I didn't forget. <laughs> I chose not to do it, and I'm not going to do it. Yeah, no, did you sorry. For, did you forget to set up that? Did you? No. Did you forget to give us $100 a month? Hey, Planned Parenthood, listen. Listen. Big fan. Supporter. Not $100 worth of supporter. Sorry. Sorry, pals. Don't think so. $100? Who the fuck do you think I am? $100 a month. I didn't give Bernie Sanders $100 a month. Look, if you forgot or not isn't the point here. The point is that you give us money. <laughs> Please Jeez. just give us money. Jeez. That's kind of like, that. that's a level of, I would say, sleaziness. Like, that's almost just yeah. like, and that's never going to work. Who would that work for? Who is the person who's like, oh, you know, I did forget to do that. Who? Like, who are they trying to lure with that? That's not a strategy Oh, you're that right. Works. Oh, I, I didn't, I, I'm not giving them $100? Oh, well, I guess I should start giving them $100. I mean, congratulations to whoever is, like, jumping on that. Like, cool. If you got it, do it. Sure. Um, but you Brad, should we should we start saying that every time we release an episode of Ramjag? Like, in the Facebook feed or wherever you put it, like, did you forget to listen to Ramjag? I, did you forget? <laughs> did you forget? Did you forget to subscribe and give five stars and give us a donation of money? Huh. You forget about that? Well, there's a new app out there, so just think, uh, just ponder whether you forgot it or not. You, you may probably forgot. You probably, whoopsie daisies. You just forgot. You forgot. Whoopsie. It's been over a minute. Did you forget? Did you, oh, have you forgotten? Have you forgotten? All our album art from now on is just the two towers getting struck by the plane, and it's just like, did you forget? Oh, boy. Ramjack. Alex, it's that super special time of the week where we chat about our dear friend, Mr. T. There's been a lot of talk about forgetting things. If I uh, don't summarize this in as close to a minute as possible without going over I get the designation of having forgotten just what side of the October road I belong on or any uh, any number of things. If I go horrendously under, I'm a chump. The worst thing you can be in a ramjack world. Mm. How, how close is the chump in proximity to me, a Braveheart, going on months now? Very distant. Past the flowers. He's in the storm that's on the horizon. It's a he, though. Don't know what that means. Kukology. Um, so <laughs> if I get admitted on the dot, let's, that's just what we're going for, guys. I'm a brave heart through and through now. And at this point, I don't know if Brad and us can fail. Does that tempt the nothing? Am I Ooh. setting myself up for failure? Oh, we'll see in a moment. God, here we <laughs> but go, my man. cube, but Brad's cube was a resin and sm- was resined and small. And my cube was a fucking 12 by 12 room. Maybe 12 18, by 16. 18 fucking years, and you're you're ready to throw. You've done so good for 18 years, and now you're tempting the fucking nothing again. Has it been 18 years? 
It feels like it has been. Yeah. Yeah. Um, the episode's name is The Crossword Mystery. It's a Mr. T. You have to give me just one second. Please. Yeah. Be prepared, friend. Now, now there's a lot of extra pressure. You know, do so much extra economics, uh, <laughs> busy work now. <laughs> All right. I think I can do this. All right. And you'll be going in three, two, one, go. Did you forget who Miss Bisbee was? Everyone did, because they're not paying her any attention. The kids are in Washington, D.C. They're going to do some kind of gymnastics bullshit. And Miss Bisbee just wants to know how to finish her crossword puzzle. She's looking for a word. That word is spoken, and it triggers her. She has been supposedly under hypnosis for years. Uh, she did a psychology study a long time ago in college, and this guy's master plan was to, at some point, when a certain uh, crown jewels were in Washington, D.C., was to trigger all these people through the crossword puzzle that they continued to do even post-college for them to then go get the jewels, steal them, give them to this guy, and then destroy themselves. Not on Mr. T and the kids watch. Watch. They find out a lot about Miss Bisbee. They go and save her. They save a train because uh, a whole bunch of like packages get on the side. I, luggage. It gets weird, guys, but it all ends on the Statue of Liberty where Miss Bisbee is about to throw herself off and destroy it. And they say the, the word to, to finish it all, cancel! And that's Mr. T. One minute! I was very worried. I was very, I was more worried than I've ever been. That cube in the desert is sweating right now. I was Ooh. so nervous. God, I was like, oh, Alex got to do so much extra economics, busy work. I'm like, oh, I'm going to have to assign him something to read. Uh, I was like, oh, what have I got? I was like, I got some Stiglitz. Uh, if I really wanted to punish him, we made him read Krugman. That would be terrible. Uh, <laughs> The last time I tempted the nothing, I got us our whole class uh, busy work. And it was just busy work. Yeah, but that whole really, class was busy work. Yeah, it, it wasn't really economics. Was. Like, what the fuck was that bullshit class? It was just like a study hall, kind of. Yeah, pretty much. We didn't learn anything in that fucking class. Not, other than tempting the nothing and yeah. not to do it, or to do it, very, like, tread lightly when one does tempt the nothing. Tread so lightly. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, I want you to imagine in your mind, go to your kookology, what is a nothing and what is it in relation to you? Do you we, we're not, we already know what the nothing is. We've tempted it. We, we have a very solid understanding of it. Yes. But you need to know what that is for yourself. Yes. Trust and, me on and this. And how, would you, how might me. you tempt it? What, what, would you, what would you be compelled to do uh, that might tempt that nothing? Think about and it. And what happens when the nothing is tempted <laughs> and please 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 write please write in with your responses right i would take a video i would take audio whatever you want whatever let us know please let us know what your kukology answer is one does not simply tempt the nothing <laughs> know that what is the nothing and how did you tempt it <laughs> Fuck, I'm getting nervous. This is this is the equivalent to the paranormal form for me. I'm like, what the fuck's gonna come back out of this? Does anything come out of this? Cause God, that scares me. The yeah. nothing scares me. It should. It should. Oh wow. Um <laughs> So I got this mostly right, correct? Yeah. Or no. completely right. Yeah, okay. I, I don't think you were off on anything. Cause I was really I was listening to one of the recent episodes about the Hardy Boys, and my goodness. 
Talk about a kookology going crazy on a plot summary. As bringing the FBI was involved, the Hardy Boys yeah, were like deep agents for these people. That was a really good episode, though. I, I yeah. loved listening to that. It's a goodie. It's a goodie. First of all, like, am I crazy? I thought Miss Bisbee was like an old lady at one point, right? Is that just I in my head? I think she's always been this kind of age and she's just a middle-aged woman helping these kids out but we don't really know much about her i always thought she was like well she is kind of like their teacher or a guardian to go along with them yeah. right i get okay i'm looking at old in another episode now in, an, in a previous previous episode like she's wearing like a i don't know she's got more like old lady hair i mean it's still brown but it's more old lady style and she's got like a floppy hat on so I, she's just she's got some old lady signifiers but she was, but no, she was not an old lady. She's, she's wearing old that, soul. It's that floppy hat, I think, that really yeah. just makes me think old lady. Or her hair up in a bun kind of harkens back to like a... Yeah, whereas in this, she's not wearing the hat for the most part. So I think that's... Well, in this, she's a, like a badass, mindless drone. <laughs> yeah. Just like regulating. Guys, if you ever wondered... Um, um, could you see an 80s cartoon that is basically the plot of the Manchurian Candidate, only instead of assassinations, it's stealing crown jewels, but does end in a near suicide? Oh, we gotcha. We gotcha. I loved it because of that. Like, I thought it was really... I mean, I love like, Mr. I, T. I, I texted but this you as was... I was watching, and I was like, have we got a Manchurian Candidate situation? And, like, I was saying that kiddingly, not realizing, yeah... We absolutely have a Manchurian Candidate situation. <laughs> I wasn't sure what to say because I had already watched it at that point, and I was like, I don't want to spoil it. See, I wasn't right, sure. Friend. I wasn't sure if you would watch it yet because I was, I was about to text you with the suicide ending, and I was like, what the fuck is happening? But I was like, no, I don't want to. I don't want to spoil that surprise if you hadn't seen it yet because I, I was, I was not prepared for a suicide ending <laughs> to a children's How can cartoon, you be? a Mr. T children's cartoon. <laughs> I do love the beginning where Mr. T's in the real world and he's talking about it and he's like it all started with one word. So good. I I don't remember everything else he said, but that is that that is an because so many things start with a word. Yeah. And I wasn't sure where it was going to go and they answer it immediately because they're all chilling in a hotel, they're in DC for some uh, for something. I don't remember why they're there. Surely a competition or something. <laughs> trying to get recruits for their school of unusually gifted gymnasts that's down in Louisiana. Not Louisiana. No, Mississippi. So, yeah, not Louisiana. Um, and then Spike said the one word that was the completely word. inappropriate. Uh, he said a <laughs> racial epithet. What? <laughs> no, Spike. Stop. Just no, stop. You can't say that, Spike. You can't say that. What are you talking about, Spike? You're a little white kid. Also, you're you're appropriating Mr. T, which is weird. <laughs> stop He's appropriating. Cool with it. Stop appropriating Mr. M Mr. T, and also you can't use that word. <laughs> um, but more words are said that spark. It's just so episode yeah. full of just one words fueling like a fire. Uh, Bisbee's watching the kids as they're like chilling in their hotel room. Uh, the robot and the boy are playing cards. I can't remember his name. Is it Jeff? Yeah. So Jeff and the robot girl mm -hmm. uh, are playing cards, and she's a robot, so she's like beating him. Uh, he says because of her expert memory, she winks at the camera and's like, "You are correct." I mean, yes, that's right. Uh, it's easy to count cards. Um, Bisbee's doing a crossword. She's like, "Guys, I really want to know what 
like what is a word that what do you remember what it is specifically like how uh, she phrases it it's a 13 letter word for uh uh something legal or something along those lines i yeah i don't remember the specifics and no no one will even pay attention to her who has the time it's bisbee yeah. uh woody's like on the phone with his mom's uh, where's the other girl at oh she's just like at the desk like just sitting like staring into the desk <laughs> <laughs> just waiting to be called upon in this crazy world that is Mr. T, the animated show. Yeah, just thinking, just thinking about her cube. How rude is it to just be talking on the phone in the middle of a room where everyone else can just hear you talking to your parents? God, that is weird. On a corded phone, I forgot what corded phones were like. They were like phones. Um, they had cords. I love because you're right, Bisbee does not look old because with her glasses on she kind of almost feels like she is from this time but she does leave with a hat on and it does age her by yeah when years. they put that yeah when they put the hat on it's like oh she's an old lady now uh when he gets off the phone and he obviously has the answer which what's the answer brad jurisprudence or no was it or was it judiciary no it's jurisprudence okay um and she bisbee to these words floop sits up straight glazed over expression she goes immediately to her to her room she gets a suitcase and a hat on and sunglasses and just leaves <laughs> it's like oh I, I got the answer for you uh, uh, Miss Bisbee it's uh, jurisprudence and it's like I'm out <laughs> fuck Gone. this fuck these kids you could have told me that 20 minutes ago I fucked up this whole crossword puzzle no 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 that's not the case I love everyone to me like what the fuck is going on with her why is she acting so weird we should follow her, I guess. Of course you should follow her. She left with a suitcase, dummy. She ain't coming back. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Mr. T, you're right. How observant of you. We need to go see what's up with Bisbee. And like, she's almost like in a Terminator state of mind. She steals the bus, their uh, their travel bus, and is just driving down the road. She almost runs over them in the parking garage. It is like, just- it's real crazy. Like, because my first thought was like when this episode started we saw that we were in Washington DC I was like oh are they, are they gonna have to stop like a, a, an assassin and then this episode starts and I'm like fuck I, we got a Manchurian candidate like Miss Bisbee's gonna kill the president <laughs> um they have to go find because they're going to find her on the bus she gets in the middle of traffic and can't go forward anymore or purposefully stops in the middle of the road before they can get to her um Mr. T decides that the taxi they're in isn't fast enough because it can't weave through the traffic like a human would or like a, a bike. Uh, Mr. T threatens the guy to taxi drive them. He ended up giving them a big tip, I guess. Like, he just throws money at them. Kind of rude, but hey, Mr. T doesn't have time for this. Um, it's kind of weird that... What's her name? Who's the girl that's not a robot? Oh, Robin? Robin, you're right. Robin just has her head out the window, hair just blowing in the breeze. I mean, she's concerned about Bisbee, but not. To me, this is a casual, just kind of like, huh. Uh, I think that's her up there. Anyway, Mr. T runs toward uh, the bus, because traffic stopped. There's a truck that says bread on the on the side of it. For those mm-hmm. looking for where their bread might be in a situation, oh. there's some people, it's on the truck. Uh-huh. And Mr. T is running beside it. <laughs> 
he tells people to get out of the way and these two bikers who are not in the uh, lane they're kind of like in between the lanes just being biker jerks they're like whoever said that's gonna eat dirt and they turn around and see Mr. T and they look at each other and the guy says well you heard him get out of the way (laughs) my favorite part about this whole biker thing is that when you first see the bikers there's a shot uh, you see the two bikers and there's a guy in a car next to them and again, because again, we're doing cheap animation with this. There's just a guy that just got his mouth open like, oh no, at the four minute 38 seconds. <laughs> and he's just, he's just fro- frozen in terror. Oh no. <laughs> My favorite part, I guess, and this is obviously, I think, a defect in the animation. When Bisbee's driving the bus, she almost has like a slight grin and she is like fucking traffic up but i love that they like she's supposed to have like a straight face but her just enough of a slight smile she's kind of enjoying this at some level and i love that nice it's creepy it's creepy but uh yeah finally mr t gets up there and they find the 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 bus is empty ms bisbee's left (gasps) on foot oh no uh this is where they split up t Woody and Robin are going to go uh, see if they can hunt Miss Bisbee. Uh, Jeff and Robot have to go back and look after Spike and uh, the little dog um, at the Dozer. hotel. Dozer. Jeff's kind of mad. He's like, why can't I get in on this action? Why did you take Woody and Robin? Um, the robot's like, dude, we didn't really know Miss Bisbee, and I'm kind of sad that she left and just kind of like ghosted us like this. Let's all work together and see if we can find out what's up. Maybe there's a clue in this crossword puzzle that she has obsessed with. She was obsessed with for her all the time we've known her. Yeah, when she went. So and we go ahead. They're like, yeah, the you know this crossword. It's from the school that she used to teach at. So she's still getting like like the college she used to teach at school paper, so she can do the crossword puzzle every day. And this is like a full page. It's like on the back of the paper because it is. It's a huge crossword puzzle. It's a famous crossword puzzle. I'm guessing. Um, it's a college, it's the college papers crossword puzzle. Unless all the words spell, uh, did you forget to give us like a donation once you left the school Seriously. <laughs> as a teacher or an alumni? Then I don't understand why this paper, like this, why, like what's do the not, point do of making not giving you any ideas. No. No. Do they, do they contact you at all still? I mean, they I, still contact me on occasion, but I, I've told them no enough that it's like, I don't I've, I, like, I, luckily I've, I've had enough moves <laughs> that I think oh. I'm only, I think I'm only, I'm, I'm still, somehow I started getting the, the magazine again. Really? Um, That's kind of weird. Yeah. Which I hadn't gotten in forever. Uh, but I haven't gotten any, uh, um, begging for money letters in, I think like three moves. Maybe Dude, not since Florida. That's almost suspicious that they're able to send you that now, and they're sending you that newsletter. Because how would they know? Did you tell them? I don't Who know. Who told them? I don't. Maybe I had to like get like a transcript or something for maybe for um, job interview or something. Maybe that's how they got it. And then they updated it, and you didn't realize that they were like, "All right, we're gonna opt him into our newsletter, Possible. the paper physical newsletter." But they, uh, yeah, but I haven't got fundraising letters. It's coming. I it's I'm coming. I'm surprised I was honestly surprised because those were pretty regular. I can't imagine being so invested in my college that I would still get the newsletter and specifically, almost religiously, do the crossword puzzle from this thing. Yeah, I just flip through it because there's often someone I know that is wildly successful. Oh yeah, 
Is there anyone recently that you've seen that know that's wildly successful? Well, I know. Uh, well, I know that Annalise uh, was in there um, in the last year, I think. What is she doing now? Is she just a singer, a musician? Yeah, just yeah, just just living that musician life. Nice. Um, we learn they they realize that this crossword puzzle may have something. So they so um, robot and Jeff take Spike and Dozer to the college to investigate. This is a wild jump. Like, ah, what do we know about Ms. Bisbee? Ah, she was doing this crossword puzzle. Let's go to the school where the crossword puzzle comes from. I mean... Robot knows a lot about Bisbee that Jeff doesn't. Is this where we get the mystery books? Like, like she likes mystery novels, and Jeff's like, wait a minute, I like mystery novels too. I didn't realize Ms. Bisbee meant so much to me, and we had so much in common. Well, they because they find a file in this guy's office that like has information about her, and it's like she likes mystery novels oh, and yeah. and gymnastics, and uh, she she ran track. I didn't know that. She also loves crossword puzzles. It says so right here. Why does this guy have a file on Bisbee and like a handful of other people just like in his room and is still in his office? Because he's still because he's mind controlling them. Oh fuck! That's what's happening. <laughs> <laughs> Turns out this there's a guy, and we can kind of go through this because I mean, we can still go through the scenes and say what's awesome and fun about them. But what he, they discover, well, go he ahead. He hypnotized Ms. Bisbee and two other people three years ago, and has been biding his fucking time. Like that's creepy as fuck. Because this is oh, like yeah. the this is like the big job, big. Like, I'm like, there has to have been like some tests before now. Like, just to get her to do something. Just as a test. Um, but now he's activated her on this fucking jewel-stealing plan. Like, and what are the other two people for? Well, I, I, guess, they, um, I guess they turn off the, the... One of them hits the alarm and the other one turns off the lights. So, okay. Oh, yeah. But, I mean, you, you would need multiple people to do God this. God damn, that's crazy. Like, three years of planning this fucking shit. For, for... Like, why not just pay somebody at that point? Like, fucking hell... I, just to steal some fucking jewels, you're gonna ha- you're gonna hypnotize three people, wait three years, send one in to turn off the lights, one to hit an alarm, and one to steal jewels, and then they all three kill themselves. <laughs> Fuck, that is wild. Yeah, I mean, it is weird. Uh, so I... yeah, they they found these files in this office, um, and as they're discussing this. Uh, the evil, uh, evil, uh, <laughs> doctor comes in, um, I hey, the do- mastermind. Cool, cool look rig out, though. I like, I like that turtleneck and that, that blue jacket. It's cool. He looks super, he looks super evil, and I like it. It's a good look. Um, and he's got, like, three, like, fucking attack dogs. Three Dobermans. Oh, yeah. And he's sixth of all, and these are his dog. This is a little pack. And, um, yeah, he's like, eat up, boys. Get him. Eat these children. Maul them to death. <laughs> um, what do you think the odds are that these, uh, the two kids and the robot and a dog could take these three dogs? Because Kim, the robot, could easily just like, oh, yeah. okay, robot, robot mode activated. Yeah. They bite into her arm and she's just like unfeeling, unemotion. She's like, guys, come on, I'm a robot. Yeah, it would be like it would be like in, in Picard. Um, yeah, when uh, uh, when robot girl like <laughs> freaks out and goes on attack mode. Yeah, these dogs don't stand a chance. No. They do but like snatch also... her shoe, which is wild. 
yeah, I love that the dogs like separate and are really honed in because uh, Dozer basically growls one to heal. Uh, the other ones are trying to get, they grab Kim's shoe, they try to rip it off. They're like on top of these filing cabinets and the kids have to do gymnastics around it. Uh, they trap one in a closet. There's three. I don't know what happens to the other one. Uh, like, Dozer backs oh. the other two into the closet. Wow, Dozer just straight up regulating. It's tough. He's a tough dog. Tough dog. Cool guy. I like him. Maybe he's a dog with a mohawk, so I guess any dog would be confused. Like, what the fuck? Is this a human dog? Yeah. How did? What is? What is he? What breed is he? What make is Dozer? <laughs> I don't. <laughs> Bulldog with a mohawk. What? What? Yeah. Um. So they're they're fine. So now they're gonna go because the guy, the mastermind of all this, kind of tells them where they're gonna go. Like there's like a, some sort of train station or something they're going to. Not train station. Like a, no, the Penn Station. Where, Penn Station. And uh, so that's where they're gonna go next. Um, Mr. T and Robin and Jeff are kind of in the National Mall, and they go to the Lincoln Memorial. Is that correct? I. Uh, they can, yeah, we've already passed that, but yeah, yeah. Um, I know, yeah. I was just going back and hitting oh, yeah, that sorry. up because yeah, we didn't catch that. Okay, yeah, they go to the Lincoln Memorial and they see Miss Bisbee, and uh, uh, once uh, they call out to her, she's with two other people, and uh, she goes and pulls a rope, which has there's some scaffolding, there's some scaffolding with the barrels. <laughs> I don't know what sort of uh, what's being done at the Lincoln Memorial. Uh, but yeah, she pulls this, and these barrels start to fall. They're about to fall on some kids. Um, luckily, luckily, the team uh, is uses their gymnastic prowess to save the children, and then do some Donkey Kong jumping to get away from <laughs> these barrels. Um, it works. It's kind of weird um, watching their bodies contort and these children scream. Yeah. Uh, as they run away from these barrels, but it's it's beautifully. An- I mean, it's an awesome animation. I love it. Doesn't Mr. T show some kind of strength? Does he crush the barrels? Like, he does something that's like, fuck, Mr. T. You know what I'm just Um, realizing? What's up? Um, So when this scene first starts, um, there's, like, somebody on the phone that's, like, I guess an accomplice to uh, a psychiatrist guy? Yeah. Who the hell is that guy? He didn't get caught in the end. Oh, yeah, he did. He did get caught. Okay. That's right. Okay. uh, Yeah, he does. Okay. I thought somebody got away. Thought somebody got away for a second. But Mr. T wouldn't allow that. I love the fact that hypnotized Ms. Bisbee is like, I'm going to kill some kids. Oh, yeah. <laughs> to get away. Like, straight up. It is great. I love... I love this. This is... I mean, this is fucked up for, like, a kid's show. <laughs> I. You mentioned the Donkey Kong thing. So Robin holds a kid. She just jumps over Donkey Kong style, the, the barrel. But the same barrel, Woody makes the choice of kid... Hold on tight to me. I'm going to side somersault out of the way of, of this barrel on steps. Yeah. This is a difficult gymnastics maneuver, even if you didn't have a child strapped onto you, like 30 more pounds of weight. Damn, Woody. Someone's going for gold is all I got to say. For real. For real. Um, um, the bad guy's name's Professor Richards. He's a psychi- psychologist. So the same people who basically made the uh, kookology. I, I, any you either write a book blowing a podcast's mind and like a, a like derailing their normal podcast flow, or you try to steal count crown jewels in a very 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 long con. Yes. Um. Yeah. So now we're we're at the Smithsonian. Mm-hmm. Um. The like the kids have uh they've they followed Miss Bisbee there. Um. And of course 
one of these hypnotized uh, people turns off the light, one hits the alarm, Miss Bisbee snatches the crown jewels and puts it in her suitcase and walks cool and calm right out of there. Um, in this museum, worst dressed, I'd like to bring up the guy who's basically Steve Irwin. Uh, really, really, but like, I would say tighter short he's got like green shorts that are super short uh-huh. and he has on like a tan shirt that's kind of Steve Irwin like that's also super short mm-hmm. there's a, yeah there's a lot of bad bad looks in this museum but I um, guess because it showcases him because he is like in the middle of the frame as they're like moving through it's just like why is this guy like and we just get his bum like he's yeah. just kind of like we just see his back like a cheeky little like ooh look at me I would the say, attention that he wants is that yeah. annoys me I guess I would say there's also there's a guy a little bit later where they're just pan across and there's a guy in insanely high blue shorts um very short and he's wearing a white shirt and blue oh, shorts oh yeah that guy uh, that's I don't like that it's no good no good <laughs> I love these background characters. There's also a dude in a red t-shirt with a camera. Yeah. <laughs> just standing at attention almost. Like, don't move. Don't move. There's also a woman don't that has like... Mr. Bruin like that. <laughs> There's also a woman that has like a red, like really red curly hair. Uh, and she's got her hand like on the shoulder, like digging her thumb into a small child beside her. Someone, Mr. T, stop for a second and help that kid. Again, all background. We don't see we see these for seconds, but still, I appreciate it. And they got the crown jewels. Is she put them in the suitcase, right? Mm-hmm. That's why it was empty when she left. Yeah, and she needed it. Um, it's like the crown of a thousand jewels. I don't know what's up. No clue. Um, but now, uh, so they're pursuing. They're somehow now in the uh, Air and Space Museum. <laughs> Smithsonian's huge, man. I guess this is part of it. It's Who all knows? separate museums. It's uh. Weird. Uh, but somehow, Ms. Bisbee's exiting through the uh, Air and Space Museum, and which they... Our criminals send, like, a, um, a fucking... Like, a space capsule hurtling towards Mr. T. Part of the fuselage, like, the reusable part of one of the old, like, Apollo somethings. Like, huge steel. Yeah. It rolls over. The kids somersault out of the way, but Mr. T takes it. Like, he's just like... Argh! Like, he grabs it, and he's like... Rolled back, but not under it. His, he, his, his he leg is, gets caught under it. He tells the kids to run, get out of there, remember him. There's another capsule like the uh, from an Apollo thing above him, and there's a guy over there that's like, "Hey, man, sorry, but pff, this long con, I'm the accomplice, and uh, you're not gonna fuck it up for us. Yeah, it's over." Uh, Mister T easily catches this guy <laughs> and just yeah. grabs him. Like, the dude is shocked, because Mr. T's like, you thought my leg was caught? I knew someone like you would come up here and just gloat. So he just, like, easily pushes it, rolls this thing away. The guy's like, what? The guy tries to, like, get out of it, but no, Mr. T jumps over a, a, a jet and just grabs this dude and is like, tell me everything, motherfucker. And he sings like a canary. Meanwhile, the two kids have gotten the other two hypnotized people. Um, and like, hey, they're in a trance. <laughs> And uh, Mr. T, like, all right, let's put them all, put them all in this fucking uh, 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 space pod. The the thing that they re-entered the atmosphere in off one of these moon missions. I don't know what you call that, but like the uppermost part of the capsule that re- survived re-entry, that little tin can. Yeah, put floating them, we put in them the in the ato- uh, Apollo thirteen can. And he just picks them up and puts them in there. It's like, all right, seal it up. They won't be a bother to anyone until we can circle back. 
How do they use the restroom? Like, how do they eat if they're hungry? Guys, we don't have time. We got to get Bisbee. Yeah. Too bad. Deal with it. Make a TikTok video. Did you know her challenge? (laughs) (laughs) Did you know her favorite day of the week was Tuesday? I bet you didn't, because you take her for granted, kids. Now leave those ki- those adults in the capsule and get on the fucking bus. We got to get over to uh, the train station. Penn Station. Penn Station. A, a, a station for pens. Um, other teams already there. B team is there. They see Bisbee, but they also see uh, Dr. Richards, and he tries to run them over with like a baggage kind of like car thing. He's got the jewels already so he's trying to get out escape bisbee's been commanded to go to the statue of liberty mm-hmm. and kill herself i that's a trek to that's a trek to take in a trance when you're in dc and suddenly okay well it's um, so they take the train to to new york yeah they, how long do you think station. that train is how long do you think the train is from dc to new york um it's a good question it's it's fast i realize and it's got to be either close to an hour or like 45 minutes or 40 minutes if I was a kid and my base station on a trip was DC 2 hours 35 minutes Jesus that's a commitment they really wanted to save her um <laughs> they really wanted to save her these are two kids like they're because they're con- this B team would have went and would have gone all the way if Mr. T hadn't even been there anyway these, these kids are willing to go to New York yeah Two and a half hours away from where they're supposed to be, by the way. Children under... None of these are, like, in high school, I don't think. Are are they, I guess? I don't know. No telling. Anyway, there's the baggage car. Um, The doctor tries to run these kids over and is unsuccessful. The car goes on the tracks. The kids decide to jump down onto the tracks because a train is coming and throw all this baggage off of it so the train doesn't derail, derail, which is insane. Yeah. The train won't derail. It'll just knock these things out and destroy it. Leave it there. You're fine. Yeah, because I, I feel like also... Well, I don't know. Because I'm like... I feel like... Because the, the train... Because this is in the station. I feel like the train is either embarking or debarking. So I feel like it probably isn't running at full speed at the moment. Or it's prepared to stop because it's also coming into the terminal. Like it's... Yeah. It will be stopping soon. So it's going to be slower you would think arts again just leaving the terminal so it's one of the two so it shouldn't be i yeah i don't think it would be a case where it would derail i mean i guess it could be probably delayed sure which not great but i i don't think it's the scenario they paint where everyone's gonna die if this baggage is in the way look they're kids their minds racing a mile a minute and granted, I guess the actual physical vehicle that was carrying the luggage is also on the track. Anyway, Mr. T shows up, throws that vehicle just away. The kids get all the luggage. Everyone's fine. Mr. T throws the kids back up where they were, up on a landing. Um, so now they, they now they can all share information. And it's like, yeah, uh, yeah, Miss Bisbee's been hypnotized. Um, she's gonna go kill herself now. <laughs> oh, how do we stop that? Because obviously you'd want to. It's convenient you would, I guess, morally feel at some point, I got these jewels. Maybe they don't have to kill themselves. Maybe I'd build in, as much as I've built into these people, you will do the crossword puzzle every time it is sent to you, and you will also give a small donation monthly to the school to keep it just afloat. Mm-hmm. Also, maybe you don't remember any of this, and it's just blocked out of your mind. That's oh. also 
Oh, sorry. Also, while they were clearing the tracks of luggage, uh, Robin caught uh, this guy and snatched up those crown jewels. She, like, grabs the crown jewels and does a backflip, and then I guess another kid, Woody, jumps on him. It's crazy. It's awesome. Oh, uh, then that's when Spike... uh, um, steals Mr. T. Valor <laughs> by threatening. Oh yeah, by threatening a uh, um, psychiatrist guy, um, but he doesn't realize Mr. T's right behind him, making like uh, murder faces. Because Mr. T's gonna pound him if he doesn't give him the answer. Yeah, but Spike um, is just stealing Mr. T. Valor and pretending to be and uh, um, pretending to be Mr. T. So hmm. I mean, get it. We all want to be Mr. T. But I get it. I get it. It's appropriation. You can't appropriate Mr. T, Spike. It's inappropriate. <laughs> um, they rush over to the Statue of Liberty because that's where she's going to kill herself. She's going to jump off the top. Um, the kids race over there in a boat. She's already on top on the crown. I don't know what's stopping her other than just like a, a small voice in her head that's trying to override this uh, kind of like trance. Mr. T yells the, the safe word, Cancel! And she kind of is like, cancel? And she almost falls off. Mr. T saves her. Does this they're... mean in the last three years she's never heard the word jurisprudence or cancel? Cancel doesn't matter because that would just nullify it once it starts. But yeah, she has not never heard the, the other word. It's, it's weird. It is weird, right? But I guess if you're going to not hear a word that much and she's not around lawyers or whatever... Uh, you yeah, you wouldn't hear it that often. You're gonna hear the word jurisprudence at some point in three years. Well, here's the thing: Would you say it out loud? Like, do, do I have to read it, or do I have to like hear it? Because how did they all three get activated? What's Unless much they were more also told. No, they all got it from the uh, crossword puzzle. So I guess yeah, I guess you have to read it. Which I, it's even more likely that you would read it than hear it. Yeah, that's the weird part. I mean, like I don't. Yeah, it's strange. Wild. But, uh, yeah, so Mr. T is um, canceled, yeah, and right. she's, yeah, and she's fine. They hop back on the two-and-a-half-hour train back to D.C. They're doing their gymnastics. Everyone has a newfound appreciation for Bisbee, who's back to wearing her hat. They give her a gift. Is it a book of crossword puzzles? Or what is it? I don't remember. Oh. Um. Maybe it's a murder mystery, because she, she's into that? It's a book for of for stamp collecting, so she can get oh, a new hobby, a less dangerous hobby, crossword yeah. puzzles. The Mr. T comes back to tell us about don't take people for granted, because that was the lesson we're supposed to glean from this. <laughs> I mean, I, yeah, don't take people for granted, or, or they might get mind controlled into stealing crown jewels and committing suicide. You may not know if a loved one of yours has been Manchurian candidated. Careful, do not take them for granted. Um, guys, just for the record, if I happen to assassinate a political figure, it is not by my own choice. It is clearly a Manchurian candidate situation, and someone has brainwashed me. Please come to my defense. How would you even know if you were brainwashed? I, I, how, I, there's no way I can know. But just saying, I would never assassinate a political figure if I, if I ever, if anyone ever charges me of such... Everyone, please let them know that I have been Manchurian candidated, and in fact would never do so. You're in the you're in the courtroom. You're being judged by a jury of your peers because of something that you've done, Brad. The back door opens. I run in, out of breath. Cancel. What? Huh? Someone said cancel. It's his it's his word to stop. 
Uh, order in the court! Order in the court! Uh, what do you mean? Just let me explain. <laughs> it all starts with a word. <laughs> Sometimes it just starts with a word. And that's how we free you of all charges, friend. That is a promise. Late. I was late, I was late with my props. I love charges that dismissed. and it makes sense. Yeah, charges dismissed. Oh, obviously, this is a straight up... Uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, crossword puzzle mystery. Uh, uh. Conundrum. We got it. All right, All next. charges dropped. Oh, yay! Wink, 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 wink. All right, uh. let's go record. <laughs> let's record your freedom podcast, your freedom episode freedom on the podcast. Um, yeah, we'll be there for you, friend. Um, who won and who lost? Bisbee, assuming, I guess she has no memory or very loose memory of all this. She was used as a tool by some psychologist. Who knows what her and these other people have done up to this point as a test run? Who knows if there's any other tricks up their sleeve? I mean, dude. You know who uh, lost? The people that lost are those other two people that were hypnotized and got locked oh, in yeah. the uh, the space capsule. They could be still be there for all we know. Yeah. They're forgetful, Mr. T and the kids. Like, because, like, whenever they wake up, like, they're in a space capsule. At least Miss Bisbee got the coolness of knowing, oh, yeah, you stole crown jewels, and then we're about to throw yourself off the fucking Statue of Liberty. Like, it's crazy that all this happened to her, but that's a cool fucking story. Oh, yeah, definitely. Like, those two chumps, like, yeah, I turned off the lights, and then I got locked in a space capsule. Very public, too. Like, those, the kids, T and Bisbee, went on, like, a, a morning show on any of these news networks and talked about this. Like, they got publicity out of oh, yeah. it. But those other two people, just dopes in a freaking uh, <laughs> re-entry yeah, no, capsule. They, they tried to write a book a couple years later, and no one bought it. it they can't really see when they come out of the capsule because it's, like, been so dark. Like, what? And it's, oh. like, snap, snap. And they're just, like, a picture on there. But Bisbee, she obviously gets, like, front center. Like, yeah. Yeah. They didn't even run those photos. Didn't even run the photos of them. No. no. Footnote. Footnote in history. <laughs> so she won from that? She's the winner? No, they lost. Those two people lost. Oh, they lose. They definitely lose. But yeah. who's the winner? I mean Spike loves to steal Valor and now he gets to he gets to do that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Spike Spike so that was kind of fun. Spike thinks he's a hero, so I can give it to Spike. Yeah. Though Bisbee does have a newfound appreciate. People have a newfound appreciation for her, so they're gifting her things. So maybe they won't take her for granted. That's true. And she has that cool story. Like I think maybe she does win. Yeah, I can see that. I as much as it. she loses, she's the winner. Um, also, those dogs are getting a new owner, so that'll be good for them. <gasps> Ooh, maybe the kids. Maybe that they come on the team. Oh. Dozer can uh, whip them into shape. Um, but I'm good. With, I'm good with Miss Miss Bisbee. Yeah, she can win. Uh, best dress, worst dress. Worst dress could have been any of the people in the Smithsonian. Mm-hmm. Whether it's the lady like tormenting that child by digging her thumb into his shoulder, or the guy in the shorts, or the other guy in the shorts. Uh, yeah, I think it's got to be. It's got to be one of the guys in the shorts. Um, I'm gonna say shorts, short guys. Um, best dress though, I think might be uh, Bismi because I do like her outfit. Her hat, maybe. I, it's a look that works for her, and she looks more, I don't know. In some of the other episodes, she seemed more like a prop and more kind of, like, marmy-ish. Like, she's just like, hey, kids, I'm here to take care of you. And she almost has, like, a, like, she's ready for this time, like, the 80s. Like, she has a, a more modern look, and plus she has cool earrings on. Oh, wait, what about the together. psychiatrist with his turtleneck and jacket? Oh, winner. 
Done. I, come on. Done. I forgot. I'm sorry. I just, yeah, no, sorry. I did. I, I was like, I know there was something that was good. Uh, yeah, like, I, that's, that's cool. Cool look. Cool look. Can't beat it. Uh, yeah. Great app. Ladies. Yeah, it was a, it was a wonderful app. Loved it. Uh, I'm really looking forward to, what is it, next week's episode, which is the ninja mystery. Mm. Sweet. Guys, thank you so much for listening to Ramjack. I'm Alex. That's Brad. Um, there's ramjackpodcast.com. There's the Facebook group. Uh, get at us with any and all the things that we mentioned in the show today. Yes. Again, let us let us know about uh, how you attempt the nothing and uh, the consequences of such and uh, what that means to you. Where where are you tempting the nothing? How are you tempting it? What's your cube look like? <laughs> Whatever. What's your uh, what's your podcasting sitch? Where are you when you listen to podcasts? Where's the podcast in relation to you when you listen? Are you listening? Why is the nothing there leering at you? <laughs> and it leers. I'm going to go ahead and give you that. It's <laughs> leering. How does it leer? <laughs> Describe your fear of the nothing because you're afraid. I'm just going to say you are afraid. And friends, if you wake up in a hazy, confused state and you find yourself in a space capsule and you open the door to find yourself in a country stable, uh, just answer this one question What does what your does horse look Why is that space capsule got in a horse farm? There's what a lot. Happened. A lot of questions, man. Things went things oh, went wonky on re-entry. Oh no! I had to do an emergency I was just landing. Doing a crossword puzzle. <laughs> why why do I always do that in KU crossword puzzle? At the most inopportune time, like while you're in re-entry. <laughs> well, no, I, I assume the whole space mission was all like under hypnosis. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> You're coming to a crossword puzzle one. I was doing the the uh, Norse Express uh, uh, crossword puzzle as I always do yeah. from the NKU Connect magazine, and all next thing I know, I wake up in a in a space capsule uh, in a horse stable. Who else was roped into this, Brad? Who's beside you in this time? What alumni is beside you? Also hypnotized. Oh, gosh. Uh, what other sucker did they get, Brad? Because you two are the ones that didn't steal the diamonds or the jewels. Um. <laughs> so immediately, I, my first thought was, who would be the funniest and who would be the most practical of people that I went to school with? And so um, my answer is Rodney New. Awesome. And Denise Devlin. Oh, yeah. Okay, both of those I could see. Yeah, Denise was the one who stole the uh, yeah. steals the jewels, right? She got away. Mister Mister T did not gently but firmly oh, yeah. put her into this reentry capsule and then seal it to protect you. Yeah, definitely, definitely. I Ken Jones was behind this somehow. It was like he was like trying to like um, come up with material for uh, like a sequel to his shitty space play. In my mind, it was some sort of like dinner theater like uh, mystery. Like, ooh, what kind of mystery could we do? Well, wait a minute, this could actually fucking do. I mean, we could probably do this and then like actually steal jewels and then it just kind of went from there and he he picked you three i mean it's either a, i think i think it's an evil devious ken jones scheme or um a hilarious um um and bizarre uh, artistic statement from daryl harris Ooh, interesting could be both why can't it be both 
Daryl wanted something innocent, an artistic process, pro, a project, and Ken took it and bent it for his and own Ken, will. Ken corrupted it into something evil and cliche and mediocre and yeah, it's it's a it's gr- evil to its core. It's awesome that the T and the kids were there to help you guys even now. Oh, absolutely! Fourth generation Th- kids, thank you, Mr. like T. I don't know what what group of kids. No, they're were just on. all real old. It's like except it's Kim. A, it's a fifty year old gymnast, except Kim, who doesn't age for some reason. Huh? Could be an android. And, and cries tears of motor oil. Weird. The data, classic data. Huh? Bizarre. Huh? <laughs> I really do love the idea of putting you in a situation. Who are the people there, Brad? Who are the other people that were maturing <laughs> candidated? pretty good it's pretty good alex uh you find yourself in a in a space shuttle just landed to earth um it's from people we went to high school with oh uh, god um who who's 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 in your who's in your space capsule now is this the mr t situation or did we literally just come in re-entry uh, you've just woken up uh, mr. okay T okay, situation. okay okay so it's a mr t situation and it's 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 us yeah oh man I don't know why, but the one guy, what was his name? It's going to be good. Um, was his name Kyle? The guy who was a cheerleader that wasn't Dustin. I don't know why he popped in my head, but I was like, oh, that guy would be one of these guys in here. Who? Uh, I don't know if I remember. Do you remember anything else about him? I don't. I think he had a slight speech impediment huh. or a really interesting southern accent. It's, it's it's always a question. Okay. Well, I mean, All there right. you go. So he, he was a cheerleader, and that was his only claim to fame in high school that I'm aware of. Because I didn't, I, I went to elementary school with him. Like, I knew of him, but we never really hung out or talked at all. And I was like, oh, he's a cheerleader? Okay. Well, Dustin is, like, sh- strong and athletic in his own ninja way, so I get Wait, that. Wait, was it Kyle, Kyle Daniels? Kyle Daniels is in that. Oh. Okay, yeah, he's that's her to Hatta all the way. That's deep her to Hatta. And then it's either to Myra Cole, obvious reasons, <laughs> yes, or Brandy Williams, I like it. and I don't uh, know why those uh-huh. two pinned members. Like oh, these are the, this is the three of us where we've been hypnotized and we have stolen something. I like it. I, I, I All do, for I Jimmy like Arnold and his brother. Of, of like one <laughs> By the way, nice one person that's very practical and one person that's for comedy hijinks. <laughs> Kyle, Kyle Daniels, who became a cheerleader for the creepiest reasons to become a male cheerleader. Because he's a fucking creep. Yeah, but at least he could do the... Th- like, he could hold people up. Like, he could help them dismount. Like, he was strong in a way. Yeah. So I think that he's also yeah. unassuming. Like, I think he could be... He, the, I, people would be he like, was, he's, he's a guy. Let's do it. No, I think it, I think it's a plan. Like, he planned two years to start getting in shape to be able to lift people with the express purpose of looking up cheerleader skirts because he's a creep. I mean, he was... I mean, I... My heart goes out to those ladies back in the day. That was not right. That was weird. Oh, yeah. No, no. He was a super creep. Super creepy. That must have been so awkward during cheerleading practice. 100%. What, who did Dustin hang out with during cheerleading practice? Like, how did that work? Dustin, how did that? I, I mean, we love Dustin. Dustin's a weirdo. Dustin, our friend the ninja. Um, yeah. But, like, he's at least, he is cool. Like, he is. He is cool. Inherently cool. He's a cool guy. Again, he could have been a cult leader. He could still be a cult leader. I think he was probably leader. fine with most people. You know, he definitely still could be a cult leader. Yeah, I'm sure, like, they, I, yeah, he could easily fit into a social situation, because he's also not, like, antisocial. He's cool. Yeah. But Kyle, how did he, <laughs> like, what was that? What were, like, get-togethers like? What were, like, practices like? Yeah. Wasn't 
John? No, he was a football player, I think. Who was the other guy? There were four guys? Three guys? Five? I don't remember. In cheerleading? Yeah. I don't know. Don't know. <laughs> I'm like, we're talking about Kyle Daniels and, and Dustin Peterson. The missing link there is Tommy Lomax, but I don't, he definitely was not. I mean, yeah, he was not, in, he wasn't a part of that. I think he probably too homophobic to be a cheerleader, even for like the, the creepiest of reasons. And I don't see him being someone I'm waking up in the capsule with because I don't know. No, no, definitely not. I, what is it? Is it is it all this kookology that's got us like mining these things of our past? Like, how did this come up? It's good. It's good. It I is like good. It. I like it. It's good stuff. 